Welcome to Casting the Spotlight episode number 79 with the returning Justin Cheatham. You are now the longest guest that went from your first appearance to the second. It's been it's, it's been over, 60 episodes. It's been over 3 years. He's been in the studio, man. Yeah, how's it going, guys? Good to be here. Yeah. Great to have you back. Oh yeah. It's been uh Quite a few, quite a few years, huh? It's kind of crazy that's been three years. It really doesn't seem that long ago that we had you. Yeah, on, as, on it doesn't guess. seem that long ago when you look at it, but it feels yeah. like a lifetime. If you look at it, memories or chunks or just things that happen, it doesn't yeah. feel long ago. But if you really like think on it, you're like, no, a shit ton has happened since then. COVID and everything. So yeah, that happened, like, think, solid. like eras ago, and you're like, wow, all that happened, all that happened, all that happened since you were last in. Good times, yeah, yeah. It's been it's been an interesting three years, you know, just working, pretty much all I've been doing. That's a lot of people in their twenties. I feel like, like yep. dude, there are times where I honestly, like, kind of panic myself when I really sit there and start thinking. I'm like, dude, I'm not like I want to do something that I fucking love with my life, man. What am I doing? I'm just aimlessly wandering around. I'm just making money. And fucking, I'm not doing anything I want to do. I'm just, like, working. I'm tired all the time. I mean, we're doing this. We're doing the podcast. But yeah. it's like, I want to incorporate more shit into my life that I want to do. I want to have a career that I fucking <clears throat> actually enjoy. And, like, putting... Like, I don't hate my job now. But, like, there are times where I'm just like, is this how it's going to be forever? You know? And I feel like everybody in their 20s feels that. Definitely, <laughs> but you're still in a in a point where you can make decisions for your life that like it doesn't have to be the outcome. Like there's still plenty of you know risks you can take and chances like you can make for yourself because you're not especially if you don't have kids, you're not married yet. Like you can still yeah. kind of figure out what you want to do without having to be responsible for anybody yet. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, at least you have that freedom, but it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're all just kind of getting you get it the fuck figured out because a lot of people that came out of college even after four years had no idea. They thought they knew what they wanted to do, and then they get the and degree then they for that, and like, then they're just like, "Fuck that!" Like, yeah, or they just yeah they get in, they do a year of whatever, and then they're like, ah, "I don't think I want to do this." And then what was originally a four year plan in college turns into you know a seven year plan because they switch their degree partway through or all of our journeys like. And, you know, a lot of the other people we've talked to, even, it's just, not like, I don't think anybody has pivoted, like, the way that they initially intend. Like, at 18, when you're graduating, nobody's, like, that we really know, or any of ours, for that matter, went a straight trajectory (laughs) into, like, where it was going to end up. Uh, I couldn't have told you Not that it's over. It's it's fucking far from over. We're still in our 20s, but it's, like, it's still way away from then. Yeah. I think about that a lot, actually. I'm like, I can almost guarantee whenever I was 18, 
and about to graduate high school, there's no way that I would think that I am where I am at 26. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way that I would expect that what I'm doing right now and where I'm at and what's happening is what would actually have been happening at that point in time. No. Like, there are some people, though, I feel like, that did graduate high school and kind of already had a feeling of what they wanted. You know, that happens. It's just less prevalent. I envy those people. Yeah, I think I know, like, a solid 10 or 15 people. Like, my girlfriend's kind of that way. I mean, she's still younger, but it's like she immediately was like, she's like, oh, I've wanted to be a nurse since I was like freaking 11 years old, you Mm -hmm. know? And now I got out and I'm doing it. And it's like, that was never me. Like, I never knew what the fuck I wanted to do, ever. I still don't. Even sometimes, even if your path, even if your path is like, you know, she still had that goal, you don't always know, like we were talking about with some of the last people that we've even had on and whatnot. Like, you don't even know how you're going to get there, but like, you know, um, you know that that's the goal, but you don't know the middle steps in between. Mm -hmm. And I guess you don't always know the middle, but if you set that long-term goal... You start accomplishing these little things along the way, and like it just it kind of fills in. Like you have to, like we were talking about with James and Jeanette, like you have to, you have to know that it's going to work out. So you keep plugging away, even if you don't know how. And it's and it's insane because as long as you set goals, I've always been oriented that way. For instance, like whenever I was in school, but I was aimlessly just felt like like when we hung out like that fall and shit a bunch. I just I was just kind of like, well, I'm doing this and everything, but I'm like, I just feel. I could tell my attention, my passion was just driven towards not that, especially at that time. Because I was just like, there's no way I can focus. Like, all this is in my mind. I'm trying to do this. What really got my attention is like, we were like, oh yeah, we're going to do all these wrestling shows and shit and like hang out and do all this stuff. And I was like, that's how I'm oriented too. So I'm like, oh my God. Like during class, I'd be writing down notes and shit like that. Like matched uh, like ideas and just all kinds of shit. With who to bring on and who to place, like where. <laughs> yeah. These were all just speculation, assuming you guys, we would all be on the same page, which a lot of times we actually were, but I would just, I, like, I would just throw everything at the wall, and that's where my attention was. I was like, I could tell I wanted something else. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. I would, like, you know, eventually it just, like, I feel like I have to be, um, like, sometimes how they say, like, you get writer's block or people like, you know, musicians or, uh, you know, actually authors and stuff like that. Sometimes I have that where I just feel like if I don't have that thing that I'm chasing, like, long term, it's like, I, that's whenever I overthink and I walk around aimless and I feel like that's, I feel without purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah, you always need a goal on the table. I haven't been. Like in, in some capacity. Yeah, I haven't been in that position in a long time at this point. Um maybe the longest time, but, you know, you still don't want to, like, fall back into that. And obviously people let themselves and our shit gets overwhelming, you know. And to some degree, like, we've all had kind of a... There's, there's been pros and cons the last three years for sure. Definitely. Even going back as far as 2018 or 19, even. And so much has fucking happened, but... Yeah, I kind of, like... And I know I'm not the only one in this, like I, but I like what we were talking about, I envy the people that are able to, you know, have a career plan or just like a life plan kind of like set out and they just do it and they go for it and they're actually happy. Because I feel like a lot of the things I like, I'm like, dude, I'm into sports, but I'm not an athlete. What does exactly. that mean? Exactly. I love a broadcaster, sports, but I'm terrible. I love fucking movies, but I don't, like, I'm, I'd have 
don't have the money to make them. You know, yeah. where does that leave me? A critic, you know, which I do on my own time. Like there's like podcasting, my blog things, like reviewing movies and bullshit, and like talking with friends. That's the stuff that like feeds my soul, yeah. but it doesn't make me a prophet, you know. And yeah. that's like the hardest part of adulthood <clears throat> is like how do I intersect those things and feed my soul while making a profit. But a lot of people can't, so a lot of yeah, times they, you just gotta yeah. find something that you can settle with for the profit, and then try to do the things that you can and feed your enjoy. soul in your own feed time. Your soul yeah, yeah, yeah you have to, you have to nurture your own like wants and needs. Like that's what we we're talking about with you know Andy too, is because some, it, it is great if they can intersect, but you also don't want to be so dependent on your creativity in a way that it's gonna feel like a you know a job more than it's actually you. Um, you know, making your art. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you don't want it to feel like, oh, fuck, now it's fully relying on the money so that I can pay the bills and do this stuff. Even though that is theoretically true, I mean, it would be great because you could do the things you want to do while bullshit and talking about, like, that's, like, exactly what Kevin Smith did. And he's like, I just get paid a fucking bunch of money talking about Star Wars and dick and fart yeah. jokes. He's lucky as fuck. That's what I mean. His life is great. Oh, yeah. You know, but there's a that's a very small percentage. Like, And then for a life like that, you got to be able to handle yeah. constant, mm. like, not having a private life. He's like, got you four have no, or five podcasts. Fucking, mm-hmm. he's podcasting all the time. It's in making movies still and all mm-hmm. kinds of shit. Is yeah, he still on that TV show also? Elio, what's that? The comic That book? ended yeah. a while back. Did it? Yeah. yeah. A few years ago. Yeah, that was pretty decent, though. I it was. There was, some good, there was some good guests. Stan Lee and, um, you know, Jason Muse is on there all the time. Good old Jay. <clears throat> so. Did you ever see Clerks 3? No. Oh, oh wow. man. It came out already? It's, yeah. How about it that? came out like last... <laughs> it came out last fall. Uh, but it was really good. Was it? That whole trilogy was really strong. Oh, yeah. And then Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back and Jay and Silent Bob Reboot was funny as fuck, too. They were. Yeah, those Jay and, the Jay and Silent Bob movies you knew were going to be, like, the most comic relief kind of yeah. shit. Yeah. Where they're the main characters. Just too. out there bullshit. <laughs> they're just great side characters, though, too, because some of their shit is just so funny. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> he made, like iconic ass characters just like fucking around as him and his friend you know him and That's like, the, line. the third the third one he's like who the fuck is Dante or it's like you've been sitting out of his store for like 20 fucking plus years fried his brain too much yeah oh man yeah we're gonna have to you gotta watch that at some point here there's a lot of shit I gotta watch. Yeah. Oh, man. There's been a lot of shit that's come out since you were last on. Like, yeah. an ins- I guess, I mean, the pandemic year, fucking, like, we didn't see anything in theaters. Here, No, here's what we did see. Us three saw Rise of Skywalker, remember? With yep. fucking the guy from the Brown and Brown commercial. <laughs> oh, sitting yeah. Sitting in front of us. Was it just us three? It was just us three. And this was January 2020, so two months before everything got closed down. Mm-hmm. And then me and Elijah saw, like, Wonder Woman the very end of the year. The only two things I saw in 2020. Yeah, I saw that was else right before. I think Sonic. Yeah, I think it was. Like, Devin and... I remember Devin. that bullshit Scoob movie came out. 
Scoob, man, that one was no killer. <laughs> Did you ever watch? Oh, I've seen it at least ten times. No, you didn't. Scoob, Scoob, a piece of shit. Definitely have not watched that one either. That one, man, the worst going to be the pandemic. It's probably going to be the pandemic classic, dude. No. King Everybody Kong versus Godzilla that. was pretty good. It was oh, fucking. What else came out? Zack Snyder's Justice League, pretty damn good. That. Haven't seen that more than the I agree. One that they came out with, uh, like with what Alex said though on the podcast, like monster movies and shit like that, like Godzilla movies or King Kong movies, like they're entertaining as fuck because of the aspect of Godzilla and King Kong, but like. The story and the acting is pretty shit. It's just like, uh, it relies on the fact that the monster is a badass and he fucking wrecks. The newer ones, the acting is pretty good, I think. Yeah, I mean, John C. Riley was in Skull Island. That was... Um, well, that the God- Godzilla Brian Cranston. Yeah, that he did a hell of a job. Yeah. How long was he in that movie, though? Like, 30 minutes. I was going to say, yeah, he went... But he was like was the main movie. guy when he was in it. Yeah. For a while. Um... So it covered a lot of bases and shit. But those are pretty good. It just took them a while to get to the Kong versus Godzilla movie. Now, like, they're saying that everything else is a universe, and now there's going to be, like, a monster-verse really? with all those. But that's a fuckload of movies yeah. that they're going to try to make if they do that. And they already beat Mechagodzilla. They ripped this fucking... Kong ripped this shit out. Godzilla Even Kong, had a lot of enemies, though. Kong got his ass whooped in that fight, though. You didn't see that? Nope. Oh, man. Yeah, good. I'm kind of glad. To be honest, because me, me and you were always on Team Godzilla. Oh, I'm so I don't know how many years. And it was always who? Brendan, Tyler, and I don't know we, who We else. had this conversation with, like, Atkins and Warren. And they were and like, fucking, King Kong would fucking I win. found that memory on my Facebook, and I tagged him, and I was like, no. I was like, he. I think I said after he won or some shit. <laughs> I was like, it's finally soiled. It's fine. This argument's over. Godzilla whooped his ass, and that was from, like, 2015. Yeah, I remember that being a big discussion for a while. It was. me and you were somehow the only, like, Team Godzilla people. It's like, how would you not think this fucking giant dinosaur that shoots lasers out of its eyes is going to beat a fucking big monkey? Well, because Brendan would always, oh, no, oh, no, fucking, it's like, <laughs> the Kong on the adaptation, King Kong's pretty big. Kong, no, he's pretty not. big. He's way smaller. <laughs> if he was that, way smaller. If he was that fucking Jack Black 2005 King Kong, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that he wasn't fucking king of that island and with all those people. And oh shit. yeah, of course he was gonna rule all those tiny ass humans. But he was still small as fuck compared <laughs> to the Empire State Building, damn it. Yeah, and Godzilla was like the height of the fucking building. Man. That's what I mean. God, like King Kong had to climb up to the top of the thing and hang off. He had like what fire does that tell you? coming out of his uh, coming out of his shit, you know? Yeah. His mouth. Godzilla could breathe fire and shoot lasers out of his eyes. I think it's he was, clear. he was punishing him. Like what I will say is they gave him three like fights in the new in the Zilla versus Kong movie though. And Godzilla won the first one, Kong like at the bedroom in the second one, and then but ended up beating his ass in the end, Godzilla did. But then they had Mecha Godzilla like kind of fuck up Godzilla for a second. And then Kong like ripped his fucking his, like, skull and his, like, spinal cord. He literally did the Predator thing. Yeah. Nice. Like how Predator would always, like... And then, like, rip the head and the That's spine. That's fucked. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, he was a goddamn robot. So, yeah. 
That's always a cool visual, though. Like, whenever Predator would do that shit in films, it was always like, oh, damn. Even, like, in the 80s ones, whenever he just, like, ripped the head and the whole <laughs> fucking spine out of someone. It's like, Jesus. But you can only really do that with, like, a monster figure, because no human's going to do some shit like that. Definitely not. <laughs> damn. So what have you been, what's your, been your favorite release of the past few years, Justin? Probably Spider-Man. The, yeah. uh... No Way Home? Yeah. That was a good one. It was fantastic. The, like, the interactions between the three Spider-Mans was just fantastic. Yeah, was that so was good. probably, oh, <laughs> yeah, the, be- the best post-Endgame oh, Marvel yeah. film. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Far From Home was really good, too. I like, don't give a shit. Spider-Man's my favorite superhero, yeah. but, Marvel, like, Marvel. Yeah. He's my favorite Marvel hero for sure. Batman and I would, Superman are probably my favorite heroes overall. I would probably I like put Bat, I'd, I'd Batman, Batman second. Batman number one all time superheroes, but definitely in DC and then Spider Man and Marvel. Which those are probably the two most popular characters in each one, but they're still the best watch, ones because of the most layered ones. I did watch the uh, DC animated universe movies too recently. Uh, like they yeah. have like couple Justice League movies, a lot of uh, Damian Wayne stuff in it, which is Batman's son. That's cool. Yeah, it's they're actually really good. There's there's about like 10, 10 or so movies, but they're only like hour, hour 20 minutes long. Definitely worth watching. Yeah, those old animated series too back in the day, like Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, I wanted to start Batman, that. The I just series. Watch and... Entourage all the way through again because that's fantastic. <laughs> you know, I, whenever I first moved here... I watched it all again, like the night, one of those nights or whatever, yeah. and uh, one of the first few nights, and I like it took me a while, and then shortly before we started like our horror list and everything, I started watching Breaking Bad, but then that took over, and then Christmas came, and then I had to watch all that, and then eventually, like in January, I got back to Breaking Bad, and I still haven't finished it. I have the last three episodes in El Camino left, mm-hmm. um, but Entourage is always a fantastic rewatch. I was looking through, like, my... Because I, like, marked down some of the stuff that I saw in 2020. Like, A Quiet... I don't know if you saw the Quiet Place movies, but that no. was, like, the first thing I saw that year. Black Widow, we saw Old, Jungle Cruise, Ooh. Candyman, Shang-Chi, and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Did you see uh, Shang-Chi? No. Nope. Um, the Many Saints of Newark, that was good. Halloween Kills, in Spider-Man No Way Home. But 2021 is pretty light because... The first half of the year was just like the back half of 2020, Everything which we were talking about. Closed. That part, that back half of 2020 through the first half of 21 was like it was a lot of the shit was still mm-hmm. shut down. Dude, even seeing Wonder Woman that year was fucking a weird. That was like the end of 2020. That, shit? that yeah. was Christmas Day 2020. Yeah, because like. We had to wear masks in there. None of the concession shit was open. Yep, and like. People brought some drinks in and shit because no concessions were open, but they had ushers in the theater. Like, taking the drinks. And they were and like, hey, put that away. Like, they weren't allowed. It's like, dude, what do you expect? You just want us to fucking parch in here in yeah. a two and a half hour movie? Yeah, you, you felt like a prisoner in a movie theater. It's like, this place used to be fun. Now it <laughs> sucks. It's like, open the shit back up, man. Give, us me, give me some popcorn and some soda. Did you watch, uh, did you see Black Widow? Yeah, I watched that at my house once they released See, that wasn't place. bad, but you knew that was going to be a cap story because she was already dead yeah. in the movie. It was, it was okay. It, it yeah, it was fine. Bad, uh, what's his name that plays Hopper? Um, yeah. Was tremendous, but he's always... He's he's, always he was funny as fuck in that movie. Oh, yeah. He David, was really good. David Harbour. David Harbour. Yeah. yeah, he's really good in uh, most of the stuff he plays. Yeah, I feel like he's kind of had like a... 
acting career resurgence, like since Hopper. Like it's kind of like yeah. put him back on the map. He's been able to do definitely some helped him out. Yeah, he was in like some Liam Neeson movie that I watched. Uh, he was like a villain in one of the movies. He plays a really good villain too. He does really good, maybe better than his hero uh, version. But uh, I don't know. Hopper's a badass for sure. He is, but he is kind of like, but he's like kind of grizzled hero. Yeah, he's kind of yeah. like the anti, not really anti-hero because he is a hero, but he's like, but he is kind of like that. He's like the um, grizzled, like drunk old town sheriff. Yeah, it's kind of like fuck. It's like I still got good morals, but I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I haven't finished the most recent <laughs> season of uh, Stranger Things yet. I just have the last episode left, but it's just like two and a half hours is a fucking commitment. Dude, I still need to watch all of season four. It was really good. That's what I, was I, like, I remember. Everybody I almost watched all of it. I watched most of it, but I still the last episodes few. Episodes were just so long. Yeah, so like I watched the first like three. And I, I watched the next, like, two after that. And then the last episode is, like, two and a half hours long. I started it, got through, like, five minutes, and I was like, eh, fuck that. That's so long. I think <laughs> I have the last like three. Because they released the first <laughs> seven, and then they released the last two, but the last two were really long, and the, yeah. the last one of the first part they released was really long. It was, like, an hour and a half, or mm-hmm. hour 40. So I think I stopped right before the hour 40 one, so I still have, like, three more. Yeah, and, yeah you uh, only have, like... Ten more hours. Than yeah, but so it's like fucking <laughs> ten more hours or whatever. Um, you saw Pattinson's Batman, right? Yes, that was really good. Yeah, that was. Good. I've only yeah. seen it once. I saw it in theater. I like, saw it right in theater. Came out. It. We saw it. But I, I, I've been wanting to watch it again. Me too. Did you guys see uh, the Kingsman? They were the Kingsman. No, I need to watch that series. Like that's Fantastic. one that's kind of on my watch list. You haven't watched watch any of the series? No. Oh well, the first one was really fucking good. Second one, it was good, but not not as not nearly as good as the first one. But then they were uh, released kind of like a prequel movie to it, and the Kingsman was like fucking fantastic. It was just a phenomenal movie, like a whole bunch of like twists and shit, like just so good. Yeah, I catch myself recently like, besides the releases that I for sure want to see when they come out in theaters, like. I haven't been watching a lot of new movies because I always like catch myself rewatching shit. classic shit, yeah. rewatching shit I already liked, yeah, diving into like old ass horror shit that I like. I'm like, oh, that could look interesting because I saw it on like a page that I follow. Like, so it makes me miss if it's not already on my radar. Like, I'm gonna miss it, you know. Yeah. What if it's new? <clears throat> Which does suck because that's always the most relevant shit to like stay on top of and especially if I'm going to do a blog like write about but really if you you can talk about whatever you want you know I really want to see Oppenheimer when it comes out yeah that looks that interesting looks that's the newest stuff. Christopher Nolan movie isn't it yeah it's yeah. about the, uh, the atomic bomb, atom bomb right? yeah. yeah the the like making yeah. of the atom bomb looks really good cast was pretty stacked too wasn't it I think so yeah I mean, it's Christopher Nolan film, so I'd imagine he's got a pretty decent cast. Exactly. Well, there's people that'll do, like they just want to work with him. Yeah. Like they probably don't even, you know, they know he's going to make a great film. Don't really care what it's about. They just want to. Yeah, work or like with or him the, the pay is not at the forefront of the movie, you know. But they're gonna like they're gonna give Chris Nolan a fucking budget. Let's be honest. Fast <laughs> fucking budget. Yeah. yeah. There's like a few directors where it's like, you know. They're going to have a fat budget, regardless yeah. of if the film is a hit or a miss. 
they'll always have the budget behind him. It. Spielberg. His are really good though because yeah. his are always Scorsese, original Michael stories Bay. too. That's the thing. Chris Nolan's movies are yeah. his kind of unique films, you know. Tarantino, because he, he only releases. He's like one of my favorites, but he, you know, only releases one every so often. Well, he's like only four years. years. Yeah. yeah, he's only planning on making ten total. Right? Yeah, he's, he's he has got one, one more. more. Yeah, and he's still. I honestly, I it it'll be it'll be fitting though if he does hang it up when he does because he'll have stayed true to his word. He'll have just made a film every once in a while. And like, you're just over. He definitely has enough money to call it a fucking career and live wherever the fucking. Oh, he had it a while ago, it's but yeah, obviously, hundred yeah. percent. Um, I listen to his podcast sometimes, like the Video Archives podcast he does with like Roger Avery, yeah. which is one of his friends. He made like a lot of his movies with. And I watch the Pat McAfee show all the fucking time. <laughs> Dude, I don't think it Pat... It cracks me up. I don't think yeah, Pat's going funny. back to WWE. That's what I've been reading really? uh, earlier, yeah. Well, well I mean, his, his kid is on the way and everything up. now, too, though. So he yeah. can't fill up his schedule that much. Yeah. That sucks. I well, should like, be at Mania or I wanted him to be at Mania, Mania at least, yeah, yeah. though. That's the, he should do pay-per-views. If, if he anything. was at Rumble, he'll probably be at Mania. I don't know. I hope so. Because, yeah, it's been... Uh... I don't even know who's been with Corey on Raw. I, I thought they brought name. back like Wade Barrett or something. Wade Barrett's for, on SmackDown okay. with Michael Cole. And Raw's been Corey Graves and I don't even know. It should be Byron because I always thought Byron Saxon and Corey Graves together was funny because Corey yeah. Graves is always like, shut up, Byron. He's always like fucking annoyed by yeah, it. Was funny. <laughs> They're in St. Louis tonight. I know. Yeah. Ethan and Nick and I think maybe Gene are at it. Oh, yeah, it's tonight. Yeah, yeah, Ricky damn. Ricky was yeah. thinking about going, but he decided not to. It should be a really good one, too, because it's like right Roman, in the heat the of first, the WrestleMania season. Uh, Raw that Roman's been on for a while, too, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to respond to Cody. He's a SmackDown boy. Yeah, I need to keep up with it, because the storylines right now are actually good for once. Yeah, like, honestly, I've been watching it, trying to, like, keep up for WrestleMania season, and it it is pretty good. It's entertaining. Yeah. I want to watch Mania right now when it's out too. Yeah. There's like a few things that are kind of like lackluster or things where I'm like, why weren't they on the show this week? Mm-hmm. Like when I'm rewatching shit, like I get that they build so many matches for WrestleMania, but it's like like a few weeks out of WrestleMania on Raw, Bianca Belair and Asuka both, like, neither of them appeared on Raw, and it's like, they're fighting for the Raw women's title in, like, a few weeks at WrestleMania. Like, don't you uh-huh. think you'd want to put them on the show doing some <laughs> shit? And, like, Bray Wyatt and Bobby, same way. Like, they're trying to build their match, but they're only on the show, like, every other week or every few weeks. It's like... Could be doing house shows and shit, too, though. Yeah. They've only assigned... But even still, most of people ain't going to see that shit. They've only assigned night one and two one match each with uh, Seth Rollins and Logan Paul, night one, and then Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes for night two. And then they have ten other matches, but they haven't assigned any of them a night yet. I guess it'll just be... The Usos versus... So who's going to be the main event of night one? Probably Rhea and Charlotte. That's what people are speculating. Okay. Yeah. The, normally, the the women have been getting night one main event, and then the guys get night, night two, two. Except last year when Steve Austin and uh, Kevin yeah, Owens yeah. went on. But like Steve Austin's gonna fucking main event over anybody. <laughs> so that's the thing. Um, 
But a lot of people think that the Usos versus Owens and Zayn should, for the tag team belts, should go on night one main event because the Bloodline storyline's much more at the forefront than anything yeah. else right now. Um, so wait, hold on. So what's that match? The, the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They're, it's tied into the Bloodline stuff because Zayn I didn't know had they a shot. reconciled it. Yeah, they just well. I mean, everybody knew that was coming anyway, though, because he saved him after this fact and everything else like that. You know, but yeah, Ko's been like denying him for weeks because Sammy's been like trying to make make up with him, and Ko's like, I don't like fuck, I don't need you. But he saved you. Do this shit on my own. But then now he's like, he like made up. I don't think they're necessarily quote-unquote friends yeah. yet, but he's like, I'll work with you to take down the bloodline. So, Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Viking Raiders versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy in a men's WrestleMania showcase fatal four-way tag team match. They should just fucking hang some sort of contract, put that like with some ladders and shit, and make it like a ladder match. Like, why not? Well, I mean, even though Strowman's in it, and he's gonna fucking... Yeah, that guy ain't climbing no ladder. No. Yeah. But, you know, neither is Otis. throw everybody down. <laughs> Otis, I can see climbing it almost better. Um, Edge versus Finn Balor in a hell of a Yeah, that's going to be dope. Is it just them two? I thought, oh, I know. I just feel like it's been a lackluster, like, granted, I haven't been watching every week, but I feel like the build could have been it, That's better. another thing. That build could have been way more, too, but it, yeah. at this point, like, I, Edge just seems like he's, like, he better win. He literally said in his promo, like, people are speculating Finn's going to win, too, and that pissed me off so bad. Same with Dominic beating Ray and retiring him. No! That would be such a sour taste in my mouth. Is that match happening, though? It's Dominic it's Mysterio versus Ray Mysterio. It hasn't, been, it hasn't been confirmed yet. But it, they've been building it for yeah. fucking seven weeks. Well, really, the whole time. I mean, it's you knew yeah. down the road that was... But Edge happen. basically is, like, saying at this point, I've he's like, I'm on borrowed time. I'm not going to be around much longer. He's like, I wasted way too much of my comeback on fucking you people, like talking about the Judgment Day. But he's also, I've seen it speculated to where he's going to retire at SummerSlam. Edge? And I saw this a few months ago, yeah. This I think, year, I think he's, he's retiring this well. year, for yeah. sure. But he said SummerSlam because I think that was the first event that he ever appeared at back in like 98 or something. And, uh, you know, so that's a match... Austin Theory, United John States Cena. champion versus John Cena. Don't know. I hope that's night two. Also, yeah, that was a that was a really good promo between like Theory and Cena because Cena yeah. was like he just like tore him apart. Basically, he was like, "But you've been given opportunity after opportunity after opportunity." He's like, "And you drop the ball every time." He's like, "Because you don't believe in yourself." And these people don't believe in you because of it. He's like, you yeah. don't know who you are. He's like, you just come out here in a fancy shirt and sunglasses and try to act like the man. But you haven't established yourself at all. So it's kind of just like Theory trying to prove himself to the already established vet who like fucking held the company on his back for like a decade. So who do you think is going to win that one? Do you think Cena's going to win or lose to but push he's over? But he's got to defend it. Even if Cena... Probably Theory. Even if Cena won... sucks, but... Even if Cena won, there's even if like he somehow was able to defend it for a month or for if he lost it back the next night, no matter what, whenever Cena loses, like even if he won at Mania, he's losing the theory at some point. Yeah. Back the title. Just because 
this is the like, this is the he's whole part purpose for him. Be, so, yeah. Well, but also, and if he's going to come back, it's going to be to put him over. It's going to be to one way or another. Even if Cena won the match, the inevitably, WWE championship, inevitably, U.S. title. Yeah, inevitably, <laughs> it's going to be to where he can, you know, to where Theory's going to get a victory over John because it's way more meaningful than, you know, see, like even if Cena went over him on Mania. Um, Gunther versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Gunther's the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, that should be a good match. Who's winning? I feel like Drew McIntyre might come out of that as the, I'm thinking. the IC champion. Brock Lesnar versus Omaz, who's the big motherfucker. Don't the Nigerian giant. And tall wrestlers are boring to watch. So. He, he's kind of like... Yeah. I will say, though, like Omaz is... Tall wrestlers. <laughs> he, he's an entertaining character given the right match. It's got to be a short match, and it's got to just be like a power match. So <laughs> I, think, I mean, I guess Brock versus him is mean. a fucking power match. Brock is Brock's a great opponent for Omos, really. But so. what is that match gonna look like? You know, I don't it's gonna know. be short. Dog shit. Who's winning? <laughs> Probably Brock. We're, here's the thing: we're gonna go over all this on episode eighty. <laughs> I know we're already talking about it. But, whatever. but we're also going to have a fucking bunch of people here, too, including Ricky. Yeah, you told me about that. Well, I was uh, going to mention, though, too, about, like, the the Fatal 4-Way tag thing. Like, now that I'm older and I can kind of realize it, it's a little sad and you feel a little bad for the guys, like, in tag teams that you can see that one of the guys has got, like, more star power and is getting more over with the crowd and can do more shit in the ring and more shit on the yeah. mic. You're like... One of them always. They're going to leave this other one eventually, and this yeah. other one, he might get released even, and this yep. guy's going to the moon. It's and you like, see it when you're older, and you're like, man, I feel so fucking bad for this other guy. And that's well, what I see with the Street Profits right now. Yeah. Well, I told you, like that too. Montez looks Dude, like he can. Jeff and Matt. Montez has always seemed like he could, if he needs to carry himself, but he definitely can't over. And he, he, like even more now, point. the elimination chamber like made him. Like he was in the chamber for the uh, belt and shit, and he like remember, did some crazy acrobatics. Remember when I said that like yeah, over a year ago? I was like, he's got a lot of fucking talent. Like it was so funny when he flipped out of the ring and then just like did that like wiggle. Yeah. <laughs> he's really charismatic. He really is. He's really good on the mic. He really is, and he's really. Talented in ring, so it's like he's the man. one that's married to Naomi, isn't he? Yeah, no, he's married. To, or, he's or dating Naomi. or uh, engaged to Bianca. Bianca, yeah, yeah. Jimmy's married Naomi to Naomi. Naomi. Yeah, Na- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say Drew over. I think no, I don't know though. They might want Gunther to have a strong showing. He might retain the belt. Gunther's been on a tear. That, yeah, like he's been. And if he loses it, he ain't getting pinned. No. It's going to be Drew over Sheamus. Well, that was the thing, is it was supposed to just be one of the two of them. They were fighting over who was going to face Gunther. I could Gunther see Drew facing Gunther in a, in a, like a, in a series, like in a yeah. rivalry, if after that. But Sheamus has been, like, honestly, he's kind of having a resurgence a little bit recently. Well, they had to build him for the match, too, I'm sure. But, I mean, even shot. before this, like, him and Drew... We're working together for a while doing shit. Yeah, it was probably. I, I hate to say too. it, and like I like yeah. Bianca, but I feel like at this point her, it's kind of it's the Bailey thing. It's it's kind of flatlined. It's just she's it's the same. same. Um, I really like Oscar. She is. Too. She is Oscar really. Wins. She's talented. She's really fucking. You know, a lot of people. She's really likable and everything, but it's it's kind of like 
it's one trick pony ish after a while. You yeah, know what I mean, she's Rosabelle's favorite wrestler. Um, she loves I could see that. I could see Bianca being a lot of little girls' favorite. Oh, is sure. is Oscar gonna pick the best? Wait, is Dude, Bianca held it for a year bro. now? She's yeah, I think so. Because she won it from Sa or no from Be- Becky, Last Mania. Yeah. Oscar's like the female Tajiri. She like Oscar, spits green Oscar mace and shit. Though, you think she might? I hope. She might. She hasn't had anything in a long time, really. Yeah, she needs it. Charlotte versus Rhea. It looks like Rhea's gonna win, but probably they could swerve. Charlotte could get some heat. There's gonna be at least one or two swerves. It's mania. There's no way. Like that's the thing. I don't know if Ray and John Cena are gonna lose. I mean, I know those are two different matches completely. Dude, I hope Ray beats the fuck out of that. That would be amazing <laughs> to see. I, fucking, I really hope Ray wins that match. Like, I literally... Dude, Ray is one of my favorite wrestlers growing one, up. I he was my favorite before Ray. Jeff was. Yeah. And it's like... I feel like this last run in the business, he has been entirely fucked I, in every aspect. I and asked, if he gets ridiculed by his own son... For fucking three months, yeah. and then beat and retired at Mania, I will fucking write a complaint letter to the goddamn company. <laughs> that is some bullshit. You don't treat a legend like that. I literally asked somebody at work today. I was like, I was like, do you feel like they've done him dirty in his last run? And like, without hesitation, he's like, yeah. Entirely. Like, I was he like, hasn't they, got they, they really have. They really like. It's like. Oh, I need you to get them over and blah, blah, blah. It's like why he brought the Dudleys back. I need you to get the New Day and the Usos and all these people over. But it's like, like, you, like, I feel like they also deserve respect. Like, fuck. I mean, it's going to keep them credible, but to keep them credible at the level they need to be at, they still need to pull off wins and be able to establish themselves as what they've been. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they lose every fucking match, then who cares? You know what I mean? Like, then why do you, like, why? Um, it's kind of what uh, Cena's recent run has been, though. Every time he comes back, he loses. He's only been working like a match a year, though. Maybe. Yeah, but he loses every one of them. Yeah. Jericho was great at putting people over, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was. But like, Jericho, and he he's still, even though that was his goal, like, too, like, put them over, like, why Vince, you know, he wanted him in the later part of his career to do it, uh, to build towards the eventual match, like, the same reason he teamed with Owens and everything else, to build towards that match. Um,. Like, Jericho is still able to find a way, even if inevitably he was supposed to put the guy over, to stay relevant and, like, reinvent himself, which he did over and over and over, like, with the list and with the whole, the whole like, all the that. List. The list was such a great idea, honestly. It was such it a was great idea. It was goofy, but it wasn't, like, He really is. Him and Taker are probably the best, but I feel like... Jericho's done it so many times. I feel like Taker's was more... Jericho's was kind of sprouted from his ideas, whereas obviously the Undertaker creation was within. Taker's was pretty much just like one. Well, but American badass back to like. Well, the Dead Man did change form in different ways, but it was still kind of um, yeah. But also, the Undertaker was a company kind of thing creation, and like Jericho was like that. Those were his own ideas Mm -hmm. and shit for you know pretty much all the shit that he came up with. Um, but they both, I, I think they did it more and they did it longer than anybody else. So it's kind of like those are the, probably the best two of all time. They did it at a high level and reinventing themselves. Because like Austin, Rock, you know, Kurt Angle, like a lot of people can be said. It's like, well, they obviously had a 
tremendous fucking runs, but if they had gone the length as Taker and Jericho, would they have been able to reinvent themselves yeah, the way they were pretty much just did. their one persona? Yeah, I mean, in Rocky and in Austin, they all did change, but like their core run of their best shit wouldn't have been able to go on as long as some of these other guys. And they got the OG McFoley, who was like um, seven people at once. Yeah, yeah, he was, and he still could win character on his own. <laughs> yeah. Came out as three entrants out of thirty. He had a ten percent chance of winning that rumble. Better odds than anybody. <laughs> Nobody's gonna do that again, though. No, he's, gonna, he's the only guy. It's, but wrestling's gone away from the gimmicky shit as much in a lot of ways. I feel like um, I love like Mick's always gonna be one of my favorites though for that aspect too. Is like mm. they he were all so great. many layers to his personality, and they were all their own character. And even Mick Foley had some fucking great oh, matches. Yeah. Great, you know, as when he was just himself. Um, he did some work like in TNA and held, like, didn't he held the world title over there and shit like that too? Like years after he yeah, retired, he like four times. He even said <laughs> at that point that like he didn't even really want to be wrestling that much anymore. But no, like, I don't even think he wanted the belt. TNA like, oh, needed him to yeah. carry the belt for a little bit. Yeah, is Impact even a thing? They anymore? are, yeah, but they they're. Are. Barely. It's a much different show than it used to be. Uh, there's just been a lot of different people that took it over. They're kind of like what on the level of like ROH now. So they're like yeah, they don't really have that's sad because they were like the yeah, they were booming. They had a pay per view every month too, like yeah. every fucking back month. in the like Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. That was a yeah. great era. And then even whenever they brought in Kurt and still had a lot of those people like. Basically, o, o 05 through, like, o 09, at least, or the early part of 10, TNA was on fire. Like, TNA was so good. Abyss. They had Hardy for a little bit, yeah, too. Yeah, it was so... Yeah. I think TNA had a better product, like, especially in that parts of that, like, whole, um, you know, o, like, o 08, o 09, 10, then, like, so, I guess WWE in 2008 was pretty good, but then in o 09 and 10, it started fucking shitting. It was bad for 11. 11 for sure. That was the worst mania of the decade. What happened at 11? I liked 08 and 09 a lot. Still, 10 and 11 were more lackluster for me. Like, 09 things just got stale for me, I feel like, in in ways with the creative. There was a lot of aspects. I liked Punk and Jeff shit. I liked the Mm -hmm. resurgence of DX, even though it wasn't the same. I still like seeing them back together. Oh, that was funny as fuck, though. The 06? 07 DX was... Fucking great though again. Yeah. Was that the them against like Vince and Shane? Yeah, that whole summer. Yeah, that was they fantastic. just beat that whole summer. They just beat the shit out of the Spirit Squad and the man. Spirit Squad was hilarious. That summer Spirit Squad was great. Was yeah, tremendous. Was. Like for watching wrestling, because they would do those segments every single week and everything. <laughs> it was just something outlandish that would just make you laugh so hard. Yeah. Yeah. And as a kid, it was even better. It's like one of those things that I look back on now, and I'm like, man, I can't believe that this shit was on television. Yeah, and that was post Attitude Era, like that oh, was yeah. just the ruthless aggression, you know, era and everything. But they were still like towing the line a lot. They really did until 0809 when they were like, we're gonna make this all PG. Yeah, 07 was still pretty fucking. Yeah, like, well, they didn't really hardcore. implement the PG stuff until like the early part of 09. Yeah. Or something like that. And then it just got so stale. Yeah. Oh, wait, was kind there of... There like, for a few years, yeah. It took them a while to, like, really find their feet again in that era. And then... Well, I mean, when they did, it was when they started, like, not really being PG anymore. 
They're still technically PG, aren't they? Are they 14? They I think 14. they're 14. Yeah. The, uh, the, well, the, the thing is, even during that time, like when The Rock came back, him and a, a lot of the stuff that him and Cena said, was they were allowed to kind of cross the line a little bit more, I yeah. guess. Because that was all, like, they didn't really care as much. Um, so 2012, I really felt like WWE improved a lot. <clears throat> that was, like, Punk's big year, too, wasn't it? It was when did the Shield debut? Uh, man, when was the Shield? 12? 13. 13. Had to be. Did they debut it like towards the end of 2012, though? They might have. I'm trying to remember even when they came around. Because Punk lost the yeah, belt too long after. No, it was the TLC 2013, I think, where it was the Shield versus the Wyatts. And that was pretty fucking sick. So it was like yeah. three on three with the two like factions. Did the Wyatts actually beat them every time though? I no, think they, I thought the Shield like didn't. I win. thought the Shield beat everybody but the sometimes. Yeah, I, the I don't even remember to be honest. You and Ethan and Stevens knew like all about this shit back in the day, dude. That's I killed a lot of fucking brain cells since 2013. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows what happened then? I know that match happened. I couldn't tell you who won anymore though. I love the Wyatt family, though, in that first run, though. That dark shit. Just, like, yeah. some fucking Cajun backwoods witchcraft <laughs> voodoo yeah. shit. That shit was sick. It was. <laughs> it was. It was pretty fucking interesting. Um, uh, let me go through. Okay, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus three teams to be decided. And that's yeah, the that's women's WrestleMania showcase fatal yeah. four way tag team match. So what does that mean? The showcase, though, like they might get anything? like a number one contender for the belt. They, it should or be something. something like that. Um, is it going to be like the kickoff for both shows? Maybe they haven't said anything. Is uh, there's also the legends Trish Stratus and Lita coming back? Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw and that. Becky Lynch versus Damage just... Control Bailey Dakota Kai and Io Sky yeah. or whoever however you say Yo. that. Yo. Uh, Trish and Lita and Becky better win that shit. I think they will. I heard that chances are they won't. That'd be stupid as fuck. Because didn't... Well, yeah, Becky and Lita just fucking picked up the belts. The belts, yeah. What? Yeah, they're they're women's tag team champs right now. But I heard that they'll probably lose them soon because it's like, you know, Lita's not going to hold the belts for too long. Definitely not. She just wants to have a little bit of a run just to come back for... But yeah, I kind of hope they win. Trish, yeah. No, there's they're like two of the greatest of all fucking time. Trish? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whenever I saw... It was like a couple Raws ago. The main event was <clears throat> EO Sky and Dakota Kai versus Becky and Lita for the belts. So I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, there's no way they're going to have that match and have Becky and Lita lose for the belts, you know? Yeah. But I don't really know where they plan to go with it. I guess they just wanted to give Lita another something. They might just let her win up Mania and then like lose at the next pay-per-view. Yeah. Which it's is the thing. Becky, too. It's a big thing for her because Becky's getting to fucking work with Trish and Lita. Yeah. <laughs> She's getting that rub from them within the squared circle. Um, I mean, what do we think on... <laughs> what? That sounds so wrong. <laughs> no, that is like it's it's a rub whenever you get like whenever you put somebody over. That's a wrestling term. You get Which I fucking, guess Bailey. You get the notch. You know, Bailey you get and Dakota the, and Io are too. It's it's a big. It really is a big like notch on like Becky's belt. Like for getting to work with them and then 
furthermore being put over with two like legendary women of the yeah. fucking game. That's what I mean. Because she uh, faced Lita. For the Charlotte, battle, like, the last time Lita was really involved, or not Lita, Trish, was whenever Charlotte beat Trish. I think Charlotte retained the belt. Or I don't even know if the belt was on the line at like SummerSlam 2019. And I and they acted like that was Trish's last shit. Like that was her last run. That was yeah. her last match. She got beat by like okay, the woman of today, you know, Charlotte, and everything, which she pretty much is. I guess whenever Sasha was there, there was a case for her, or like Becky. But then obviously Sasha's gone, and Charlotte's still kind of their person overall. Though. So did you know Sasha move? She's in. She works she's for New doing, Japan. That's yeah, she? what she's doing. Uh... What do we think? I mean, do you think Charlotte's losing the belt to Rhea? I think it's potential to have more than likely. I would, if I had to make a prediction, how long has she had it? Rhea. Not incredibly yeah, long, but Rhea's a few, just been really, really hot. But a few though. months, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Charlotte's also held the belt fucking twenty goddamn times. That's what Charlotte's even said. She's like, since I've been in the business, she like pointed out in a promo a couple weeks so ago. So many she was times. Like, she was like, every WrestleMania, I've either went in as the champion yep. or competing for the belt yep. every year since I've been in WWE. That's insane. <laughs> it's the Nature Boy's daughter, all right. She's seven-time... Holy fuck. Dude, she's a 14-time women's world that's champion. Insane. That's insane. Four t- so she's been around for a minute. Literally, if, yeah, she, if she has 17... Then she'll have broken like Flair's record essentially too because that's the world that's title for the women. So yeah. like she like honestly that might be what they do. Man, they might have Rhea win so they can give her the belt again later. On. Charlotte's most Charlotte's for sure gonna break Flair's record. Yeah, she's still got some years left. I mean, she's one 36. that's definitely a person that Rick would want. All she's got to win it is yeah. All she's got to win it is three more times too, mm-hmm. and she's like thirty six, so she's not like you know. It's like a lot of them, it seems like, oh, you know, Reigns are like, oh, they're having their time. But now you look at it, they're all like, but they're all seasoned. So they're in their kind of like upper, like their later 30s now. Yeah, how old Because are they? they're all, they put in the work all these years. Reigns is 30, like 7 now. Is he? But I heard, I think it was Cody that was talking on Steve Austin's podcast. He's like, if you get enough seasoning, you, you know, you go to the right places and work with the right people, like, you're... In your best years, even even though you're like okay, typically if you're if you're younger, you're in a more healthy kind of state like your body is. But if you take care of your body for 15, 20 years and keep working, you're gonna be so polished and seasoned by the time you're in. And Cody made a point, uh, Rhodes, and he was on his pod, and he said like by the time you're thirty six to forty two, that's a wrestler's prime. And if you look back at some of the best stuff that, like, Steve Austin did, other Orton, people, too. a lot of their stuff, and, like, it all did take place in their, like, later 30s, mm-hmm. once they were in it for a long while, and they were, like, this yeah. matured, polished, had great matches type shit. You know, uh, they're a well-established character. <laughs> Charlotte's in that. Reigns is in that. I said that even a couple of years ago, but they're absolutely in their best shit yeah. right now. Um, and Charlotte might even be already... Because typically, not even to sound like that, but um, women a lot of times have shorter like wrestling careers. You know what I'm saying? That's just the way it goes. And uh, I mean, you can't really blame them because anybody that makes enough money and then wants to get out and not take bumps every fucking day or every few days of their life is probably making a good decision. Yeah, nothing wrong. Because with you want to walk whenever you're 50 <laughs> and not fucking be in a wheelchair. Um, but 
you know, so a lot of times, like, that happens. But, like, then again, now wrestling works differently, too, is because Trish and Lita and, like, other people that take care of themselves even, you know, work that often, but you get brought back every now and then. It's like, well, you can work a match now and then, like, you know, you don't have to take bumps all the time. It used to be, like, where there was no part-timers. You remember that era? Like, nobody came back just once in a while. Like, you were either back or you were done. Like, it was just, like, not... If you came back, it you didn't came seem, back for at least, like, it didn't, six months. Yeah, yeah, it didn't seem like anybody was going to come back for a run. It just seemed like if you were if you were retired or you were done, you were you was over. Yeah. It just once seemed... You, yeah, once you were, like, yeah. you called it, it was, it was it. But I see what Cody's point was, like, about, about that. Like, because if you're too deep in your 40s or 50s, I mean, some people still have great runs and everything, but you're... For the prime of still, like, your body and everything, and to have the seasoning to where you're not, a, you know, sure, you're 20, but you're not polished in the fucking ring, you know what I mean? Um, so I can see, like, why he would say, like, in your late 30s, early 40s, like, that is what seems like your best, their best shit overall. And and if you look at all the people that are excelling right now on the main roster, that's the case for most of them. So, I mean, it's kind of a hard statement to disagree with. Then you go over to AEW and you got MJF, who's young as fuck, yeah. just running shit. But who knows if this is even his best shit. He might be on top of the world years from now, even more than he is. Yeah. So it's like... Is he the champion over there now? Yeah, I believe mm-hmm. so, yeah. Look at uh, McIntyre. And I, I said this a few episodes ago, too, but like, look at how much going away and working the indies and wrestling other places like seasoned him, and look how much better he came back as. Oh, yeah. It's He's like... There's no fucking way McIntyre in 2011 was world champion worthy. <laughs> it's crazy that that was the same guy. It is. You see that guy? <laughs> he was like a boy then. He's he came back yeah. a fucking man. He's dude. like he came back no beard, like kind of yeah. like light brown well, hair, he like juice or something though. I'm not gonna fucking throw that accusation. Yeah, out. who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that he. I mean, he like okay, maybe not him, but look at fucking Ginger Mahal. I can see Drew fucking hitting it hard and really, like, you know, getting, like, bigger and everything like that. Uh, but he was also, like, he was pretty young when he came in with, like, the Nexus and all that shit. Um, Did he come in with the Nexus? Was it the Nexus? Or I don't was think so. Then? He was, like, the, the chosen one. Yeah, he came in as the chosen. Yeah. He was, like, Vince's boy, apparently, oh, or whatever. Like, he was, like, because yeah. he won the Intercontinental belt. He was on SmackDown for a while and shit. And then he had a run with fucking three-man band. With Jacob yeah. Mahal, Heath Slater. That shit was actually Slater. pretty funny. And then, yeah, that, that's kind of funny that Jinder ended up becoming world champ at one point, and Drew's what Drew is now. Yeah. After that, like, joke gimmick. I know we saw him at Evolve. Yeah. That was crazy. Because that was the first time I seen Drew. It was him Drew and Gargano. I was like, holy fuck, that's Drew? It was him and Gargano. Yeah. When we, when we went down to Florida for... Like a re- like even le- like a really short fucking time, mm, a few days. And saw that game and shit, and uh, like drove. We're like we realized we had to drive back, and then we did. But it was in like a gym, and it was like the seats. It was bullshit. Remember the two? They had two different levels of seating, and you paid like fifteen bucks for the other level. It was like, dude, this is in a fucking gymnasium. I'm not paying for this lower level. I'm gonna see the shit perfectly from where yeah. I'm at. Well, yeah. And they got out into the crowd anyway. So it was like... So I, I just remember somebody, like, he had, you know, his, his accent and everything, Drew's. They're just like... Somebody... They, they found the perfect moment right before the match started. Like, the bell rang, and everybody was still quiet. And they're like, 
This is gonna be a fight. <laughs> when it was just dead silence. And, uh, but yeah, it's kind of funny that it was Drew and Gargano because, like, look at just where they were three, four, five years after that. Gargano's having these fucking <coughs> the best matches I've seen within the WWE product in ten fucking years with uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, that shit in NXT, their run together was that, crazy. That series of matches was the best <laughs> shit I had seen within the company in, in a long time. Maybe since those Taker and Sean matches. That NXT was so good, too. There were so many great Even characters 16 to 18 NXT yeah. was fucking insane. Well, Triple H was running that shit, wasn't he? Yeah. Because, yeah, they had Joe, Bowler, Velveteen Dream. Like, it felt like an indie show, but all with the a great budget. women wrestlers, too, were in NXT at that point. Not mm-hmm. all of them, but a, a lot of good them, yeah. majority of them that are on their main roster. Shinsuke? Now. Oh, dude. I that remember whenever good. they came into the performance, like the whole, whenever they were uh, doing a show, and I, me and Stevens were living in Florida. And Shinsuke was still so young, like, in the, you know, in the process. Like, he was just, like... I think he had a match, I don't even remember who it was against, but everybody got into that entrance. Every, like, part of it. The whole thing. And it was just like, god damn, like, this shit is so... It felt like an indie show with a budget. Like, it was good. NXT was good for that for a few Mm -hmm. years. Was Rumble his first WWE show? Uh, It might have... I think he might have debuted at Rumble, I don't know. When he would? I don't think so. No, not when he no, won. Just like, oh, like his debut. His, oh, maybe. A lot of people do. Because like his his intro when when he first came to the main roster was like insane. That first entrance was sick with the uh-huh. fuck. Like, that shit was With great. the violin and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's cool because everybody like picked up on it and knew it. Everyone in the arena was just like belting it. Yeah. Yeah, that was, was that was a great uh, that was a great product they were putting out. Even whenever I, me and Tyler went to see War Games, and I don't know, I guess it was like 2018, mm-hmm. it was like that crowd was fire. It was almost because we went to War Games on Saturday and then Survivor Series on Sunday, and it was kind of like the War Games crowd was so fucking like lit that you were just like, you got so into it that we were like yelling along for every match and shit that my energy wasn't as there Survivor Series night. And the crowd wasn't what the crowd was at War Games either. Because, you know, like, not not knocking. Like, it's awesome to go to a WWE pay-per-view event. But, like, it's a lot more like families, kids, people that tag along with boyfriends, girlfriends that don't really give a fuck about it. But they're just like, yeah, I'll go. Mm -hmm. So, like, the crowd just, it wasn't as amped. It was just like, after going to War Games last night, this almost doesn't even fucking... Like, I'm enjoying this, but I don't feel the need to get into this, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> you almost just wanted to chill and relax more. Yeah. The only time we really got into it is whenever uh, Enzo, who was exiled from the company at this point for whatever he did, just showed up, and he was like, he came through the tunnel of the section we were sitting in, so everybody was like, oh, what the fuck is Enzo? But they weren't, like, putting a spotlight on because it wasn't, like, scripted. And he's like walked down to like the floor seats, and he was like getting in camera view and shit, and was like flipping the bird and stuff. <laughs> and they like had a bunch of like cops and shit come over, and they were like escorting him out of the arena. That's awesome. <laughs> fucking everybody like in our couple of sections around because they walked him like through that tunnel again, uh-huh. and everybody was like, "Let him stay. <laughs> Let him stay." <laughs> 
It was like one of the most awesome parts of the night because it was like totally on plan. Apparently, he just the locker room did not like him very much. I don't know what kind of heat he was stirring up. Him and Big Cash, like Stevens, loved them. I was waiting for the time that they were going to win those belts, and before the Hardys came back at Mania Thirty, that was amazing. When we were watching loudest pop in WWE in ten years, mm. easily, and yeah, it's pretty wild. It was like. I thought Enzo and Cass were going to win that match. And then the New Day is the host of WrestleMania came out in their ring gear. And yeah. you're like, you're like, like, are they going to be the tag and team? Like that. The Ooh. night before that, the Hardys <laughs> had put, like, they had beaten the Young Bucks. I, I, I may be butchering this. I don't know for sure if they beat the Young Bucks. But they won the ROH tag belts. And then they were in a ladder match with the Young Bucks. And I think they lost them the night before that. So everybody was speculating, like, oh, man, it was in the same fucking town, too. Yeah. And then they were the surprise team, and it was just the crowd lit up. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they won those belts, Jeff won his first WrestleMania match in that match. Really? He had never won a Mania match. He lost the matches with Matt. He lost two Matt when they wrestled one-on-one. He lost his other matches. Um, I mean, that Money in the Bank, he just basically took himself out of whenever he like, sprung onto fucking Edge. In Mania 23, like whenever they broke that ladder, that yeah. was fucked. Um, it was it was kind of shitty because you're like, damn, you're like they're taking themselves out of the equation. You're like, well, neither one but of them. Is gonna they f- were that's, fucking. That's why Jeff always, yeah, they were. But Edge and Christian got the benefit of the doubt and usually ended up winning those matches. They didn't do Fuck, crazy yeah, shit. they did. Jeff and Matt Hardy, no, Jeff and Matt Hardy deserved it. Well, Jeff, man, he fucking. Would rather lay his goddamn body on nobody. The line nobody out. was more <laughs> over than Jeff Hardy out of that whole fucking equation. No. True that, ever. Um, and they weren't, especially then during like that shit that was going on. Obviously, when Edge Jeff won the belt, and Armageddon stayed around and didn't really have the troubles that Jeff had. And he obviously got a huge push. So I mean, Edge ended up having the most probably successful career. But easily, if he did, Jeff would be number two. Yeah, if Jeff could have stayed out of trouble. He could have been yeah. number one. Yeah. Yeah, he, he had some issues. He still is going through some fucking issues. Yeah, but his body has to hurt so fucking oh, bad. Oh, yeah. It probably makes it something. way harder as an addict when your body yeah. is in that much pain all the time. So He didn't seem like he paid the price for it for a very long time, though. Like, for he was just endurance. not getting hurt. But yet, you know, he had youth on his side. Yeah. Yeah, once it started happening, though, it didn't quit happening. No. But, he, like, once he got to AEW, he started jumping off shit all the time again. Remember that? Like, the large, like, the fucking ladder spot. Yeah, but, like, every time he did it, he yeah. looks like a beat-up old man. And he's he was, like, 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 trying to get back up his back on camera and shit. I don't know if he's coming back or not. Like, he like he was there. And then whenever right before we were supposed to go is when that shit happened. Remember? Yep. Got Last arrested. June. AEW is going to be here uh, the 29th. Really? Yeah. This month? Mm-hmm. Again, at the sheep, it's... Yeah, I think I saw that, actually. Yeah. Wish I was keeping up with that product a little more, but it's hard to keep up with WWE and AEW. And then all the sports I and kept shit up on top with, of yeah. it. Yeah. I usually can only keep it's up a with shame. one or the other. It looked like, like Revolution was fucking really good again, too. Like, we talked about that. Yeah, I heard, like, Moxley and Hangman's Texas Deathmatch, mm-hmm. like, build-up and shit was really good. I bet Iron Man, the Iron Man match between MJF... Shit. MJF and <laughs> Brian Danielson had a 60-minute Iron Man match. Really? Fucking, yeah. And yeah. Danielson lost... And he's been Jeff it, though, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, he's having some of the best w. matches he's ever had. But he's in that prime wrestling age, right? Well, but he's also had a lot of yeah. concussions. Yeah. 
and he knows that he's on borrowed time too. He's he doesn't have more than probably a few years left, and he's even said that. Because you, you know, once again, it's like, can he maybe go longer? Probably, but you know, do you want to? I mean, he has a family and shit now. Do you so want to make sure you avoid Alzheimer's and all kinds of other shit too early? CTE yeah, and all probably. And I mean, it took him a long time to break into the business too. Like, it, he was and it took him two years forever that he was still employed, but he couldn't wrestle yeah, he because they wouldn't clear shit. it. Yeah, he was gonna leave when his contract was up until they fucking said. Uh, and I I remember seeing his speech when I went to when I was in Florida about retiring, and then I remember seeing, I think in uh, when I was in California in like 2018, two years later, whenever he's just like they've cleared me, and so he was back and everything like that, like that and that was so fucking sick. It was just like man, well because he literally said like he wants to wrestle that bad. All these doctors were clearing him, and W's doctors were not clearing him. And so he's like, okay, well, when my contract's up, like, I'm leaving because I want to wrestle. So, like, I want to wrestle. I'm not going to stay here if you guys aren't going to clear me. That's what he wants to do. Yeah, so it's like, even if you're taking a fucking budget cut by half or, or more, he wanted to wrestle. So it's, it was worth it to him. And I'm sure by then, anyway, he made a you know, fucking bunch of money. Yeah, he was huge yeah. in WWE. Um, so it's just like, fuck, like... Like, that would have been really, really hard for him to be at the age he was, still with plenty of juice left, and to not... He missed two fucking really good years of wrestling he could have had. Post-Mania 30, when he had that huge fucking send-off, like, at the end of the show. So it's like, if you're him, it's like, Jesus Christ, like, I want to fucking wrestle. Like, I'm not... You know? And he was known before he even got there as probably the best technical wrestler in the world when he was in ROH... And he was tearing it up with all those guys, um, with like Nigel McGinnis and whenever Seth was Tyler Black, and when Kevin Owens was Kevin Steen, and when Claudio was or when Cesaro was Claudio Castanoli, and when Sami Zayn was El Generico, El Generico. Uh, but that was those years when TNA and WWE started getting a little shitty, in my opinion, like or just some of the storylines were lacking creativity and. A lot of the Attitude Era slash Ruthless Aggression guys were on their last legs. Plus, the product was watered down with the PG shit. Mm-hmm. It was just getting real rough. And ROH had all those guys that were that were anticipating when they were going to be ready for the next level. And like, which is crazy, is that oh, dude, whole that class of guys came in together. Mm-hmm. And then those are the stars now for like the the last several years, and for the next at least three or four years. So it's like. I mean, I guess some of them left, uh, but some. But there's still stars. Some of them weren't being utilized very well. Cesaro, I don't blame him for le- leaving. I don't. I mean, Moxley was elsewhere. He wasn't in that class. He was in like CZW and other places, GCW. But I don't blame him for leaving either because there are certain guys fitted to elsewhere. Samoa Joe, it didn't seem like they really had a place for him either. And it's like, why? I mean, I guess he did get to, like, basically main event, uh, or it was really cool that him and AJ got to actually, like, have, a, like, the TNA feud in WWE in 2018 for the world title, like, AJ defending it against Samoa Joe. It's like, that's awesome that that got yeah. to happen in WWE. It, nonetheless, a big-time pay-per-view, like, SummerSlam in 18. That was, like, right before I moved back here. Um, and, uh... But yeah, so I don't know. That's somebody else that I fucking would that I would have wanted to like held like the WWE title again it was AJ. But it's like they never fucking put it back on him. 
You he's know? injured right now, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Is he? Yeah, Damn, he's gonna miss Mania. For a while. Yeah, I yeah, think that shit. Me, me and Ricky were talking about it this morning. He looked it up. He said that he uh, broke his ankle at a house show. And I didn't think they were doing too many house shows anymore either. But, uh, yeah, I don't think they're doing near as much as they once did. Mm-hmm. That was an absurd schedule, man, for a minute. Like, they were on the road, I mean, easily, like, 320 days that would be so out of the shit. fucking year. They were doing, like, three or four shows a week, not yeah. including yeah. pay-per-views, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they would do... I mean, you were either on Raw or SmackDown or both whenever they did the Super Show mm-hmm. shit. And then they would do, like, two house shows a week on top of those. They shows. only had, like, two days or three days at home most of the time. Like, yeah, usually it was, like, week. a Wednesday and then a Saturday, and then Sunday if there was no pay-per-view, I feel like. And if you're, like, the champion. I think they got to go be Tuesday and Wednesday because you're not really filming anything on Tuesday Wednesday. Well, if they weren't in a house show. Yeah, well, that's true. But a lot of the house shows happen on Saturdays, too. But now the one they, I went to, I'm pretty sure it was in the middle of the week. Yeah. Well, yeah, and the what they used like to do was, like, film a lot, like, I mean, this is ruthless aggression era type shit that I'm going back to, but, like, they used to do is film Velocity and, and that throws you back, and uh, SmackDown, like, on the same day, and yeah. then they would just show SmackDown on Thursday or Friday, depending on what era it was, because SmackDown debuted in 99 on Thursday, I think. And then throughout the years, they like switched it. Oh, we're gonna do or like even raw. They're like, we're gonna put it on Tuesday this week. <laughs> that was weird because it's like Monday Night Raw. It's like this. It has to go on yes. Monday. Why would you Monday not put it on fucking Monday? <laughs> Monday's a great, great spot though because it's like you just got over the weekend. It's like everybody comes yeah, back first first day, day of week to break into the week. You're like, all right, I just want to come home yeah. after your first day. First day of the week, so watch 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 but the but you ha- you're not tired as fuck yet because it's the beginning of the week. First day back, you're like, all right, now it's time to just relax. So you're still in decent spirits as long as Monday didn't shit, which you know you only got a you got a good chance it might have, <laughs> but. Uh, Solid seven percent chance Monday of shit. Um, days of the week don't even mean anything to me like they used to. To be honest with you, yeah. like they, they do mean with my I'm schedule. Um, yeah. But it might you know it just depends on. That's what how shit it was happens. for me whenever I worked like Target when I just yeah. worked or in the like hot and shit, a though. random schedule. It's, yeah, random schedules days of the week don't matter. Yeah, but now that I run a route and every day's different. And it's weekdays, like, I always know what day it is, but... Yeah. Oh, I usually know what day it is, but sometimes it doesn't dawn on me that, for everybody else, that there's some importance to it. It just yeah. seems like I just... Well, I only work Monday through Thursday, so I do get confused on which day is, like, Friday and shit, because, like, Thursdays are my Friday, so I'm like, hell yeah, it's Friday. Um, but yeah, they used but to do... Ain't. What other show? They used to do fucking Heat, Sunday Night Heat and shit. There was an yeah. era when even Heat, like, during the Attitude Era, was, was good. Even then, like, they're like, oh, I put somebody on Sunday Night Heat. (laughs) (laughs) But it would usually go on, like, before pay-per-views or just go on for, like, an hour or whatever. Nowadays, when they try that shit, it never works. Like, when they try to add another show on another night. Raw AM was a thing for a minute, but that played, like, 2 AM on, like, a Saturday or Sunday. (laughs) It was was Saturday night. But all it was was the recap of the Monday show. But, yeah, like... They did that shit with superstars and shit. 
Superstore that was on Thursday. <laughs> Literally, the first week, they had, like, fucking The Undertaker on there. They had, like, fucking Randy Orton and shit. You're like, oh, this might be this pretty like, dope. And then by, like, week four, they didn't give a fuck about Superstore. There's no way I was still watching my week four. It was, like, Vladimir Kozlov versus Santino Morello by, like, week four. You're like, what the fuck happened? Hey, those are legends. <laughs> I like Santino. Dude, no. The only Vladimir Kozlov had the thing that you don't want. Like, even if you're booing somebody that's a face, you can at least do something with that. If, obviously, they're cheering a heel, you can do something with that. If they're booing a heel, of course you want that, or cheering a face, that's fine. But whenever they're just like, oh, well, I don't give a fuck. Like, that's the worst. It's the worst. Like, nobody gave a fuck about him. Oh, time to check the phone, see if anything's About Vladimir Kozlov. Just, like, swagger before he had Zeb Coulter. Just, like, fucking Alberto Del Rio. I guess he got reactions, but he, you know. Well, he had that one Ricardo dude or whatever. Ricardo Dude, I thought maybe the worst match in the history of WrestleMania for a world title. (laughs) Was Alberto Del Rio versus Jack Swagger. There's nothing that was a worse match or a worse idea for a match for a world title. Well, I mean, Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan was nothing to. Well, I mean, but see, those two are quick as fuck. No, those two are incredible wrestlers. Literally 10 seconds. Yeah. They kind of screwed Daniel Bryan. They did. Apparently, they were supposed to set the record of that match, but for some reason, they rang the bell and then they dicked around for like 10 seconds, uh, AJ and. Daniel did, and then and then he got booted. That Daniel was, was probably like, I don't want this on my fucking record. Yeah, he, he just took yeah. extra long. Let me kiss her real quick. <laughs> He's just like over there talking to her. He's it like, probably was prolonged. That's this probably what happened. Fuck this. <laughs> well, I'm not doing this bullshit. They're fucking me over. <laughs> so you're gonna have to lose in less than five. So he's just like, okay, let's fucking just mess around for a second. <laughs> Just so you're not the... But then The Rock We're going to do some up, cutesy shit in the corner first. The Rock ended up setting the record, too, whenever he beat uh, Eric Rowan with, like, a rock bottom in, like, three seconds or whatever. Mania 32. Yeah. Because he wasn't supposed to wrestle, says his Hollywood contract, but nothing said he couldn't do one move. <laughs> so, hey, he's wrestling. Yeah. Well, he, like, remember that he, had his, he had his shit on and he, like, pulled it off and he's just like... And he had his, like, gear on. He was ready. He just had a tearaway suit. Yeah, he did. (laughs) He was just like... (laughs) And he, like, put on an elbow pad. And he's just, like, geared up and ready to go. Technically, The Rock's last match was against Eric Rowan in Mania 32. Really? Right now. what What a terrible thing to put on the record. Just like, that didn't happen... Just like Cena versus Undertaker never happened. That match was it so happened. Bad. That never happened. It was the classic everybody that wanted. That never happened. Just like Mayhem <laughs> never faced Boyer the Destroyer. <laughs> yeah, he did. And fucking ruined his life backyard. Too. That yeah, never happened either. It did. None of that shit happened. I think it got put on the card, or they put on the, or I wrote it up. No, no you I shouldn't. Know. I don't know if I did, but you know they did it. The audience, the people there saw it. The people there weren't happy about it. No, they it killed. They killed up. all the juice that we made for it. And literally before, like after that happened, there was a, almost a fist fight in the front yard. And I, I blame that match. To be honest I blame with that you. Match. <laughs> and at Terrible least one idea. of the two people are going to be listening. 
Oh yeah, well we they hope, competed in that. We match. hope they pick a bone. Just I think maybe Red Nova might have been involved in that match. Um, do you guys want to take a break? Yep. Come back with the old, the good, the bad, and the shits, Justin. It's been a long time. I hope you got some good ones. I got. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back from our break, and it is time for the good, the bad, and the shits. Justin's second round ever. Yes, sir. Do you want to go ahead and lead us off? It's been a while. Going straight to that, let's go salary cap. Not in just, like, one specific sport, but, like, MLB, how there is no salary cap, and then NFL. MLB is the only one with no salary cap there, right? I'm pretty th- sure. think so. They do like a thing to where the smart, small market teams get a portion of the big market teams. Like yeah. sales of something. I don't know if it's like ticket sales or like merchandise sales. But and then NFL has a salary cap for all teams. But I think they should do like a salary cap of like a quarterback has a certain part of their contract that doesn't contribute to the salary cap. And then the rest of the team, because these quarterback contracts are getting completely outrageous. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, some of the recent NFL contracts, just in general, but all the quarterbacks almost seem like nowadays it's like... They're, they're giving them like over... one up each other. They're giving them like... <laughs> Damn near a third of their cap for one player. Yeah. It's like, how are you going to build a team around that? Like, the other players are worth money, too. They want to build off talent and drafts and other shit. Mm -hmm. They don't want to, like, spend much money, but they just want to find talent and build them and grow them in two stars around the quarterback. And it works. I mean, half mm-hmm. the time. Depending on how good the quarterback is, they really can, you know, build the team around them. I feel like everybody's looking for their franchise quarterback. You know what I mean? Their leader, their guy that's, you know, going to have the prominent spotlight and everything. And, like, kind of like what Elijah was saying about um, building a team around him and everything like that. Because it really feels like more than ever, like, the or maybe it's just me paying attention to it. I, I don't really know how it was, like, too many years ago because I paid more attention to the NFL now like more than ever mm-hmm. usually um, I saw some of the movies earlier today even did you like Chase Edmonds is now a Buccaneer is he um, who else you say was or I mean obviously we said Baker uh, I don't know who was uh, Brandon Cooks just got traded to the Cowboys I have not guess yeah I think where did Zeke go I don't know I don't know if he's gone anywhere yet go. Schultz just signed to someone Schultz, I think Schultz I saw left yeah I forget oh, where he signed and Dallas is like, we're still going with that. 
Dude, I don't know what's going on with any of this shit. Hey, Rams are dog shit, though. We won the Super Bowl, and it was awesome, and it was amazing. And then Andrew Whitworth retired, and everything went to shit because he retired. He said you blamed that. He was our left (laughs) tackle. All right, if you look at it, though, we lost our left tackle. And then we brought in Joe Nobu, and then he's dog shit. And then the rest of our line literally just dies. First 12 games of the season, we had to change our offensive line. Like, it wasn't the same offensive line for two weeks in a row once for the first 12 games of the season. Yeah. Can't do shit with that. And then Cup got injured, Stafford got injured, Donald got injured. Yeah, that you guys, that's the thing. The we Rams traded our entire so future for a Super Bowl. Luckily, we got that Super Bowl and the only chance we had because it's going to be a minute until we're a really good team again. Yeah, that's essentially what happened. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, wouldn't you think they're, like, you know, optimism, like, there would be hope whenever Stafford comes back or whenever Cup Well, they said out. they were, like, going to retool, quote-unquote, and everything, but, like, we didn't re-sign Greg Gaines. We didn't re-sign Nick Scott, Taylor Rapp. Yeah. Uh, we released Bobby Wagner, didn't even try to trade him, released Leonard Floyd, which I'm glad we did that. We traded Jalen Ramsey for like a fourth rounder and a fourth string tight end. Higby's still there, right? He's okay. Is it Henderson still there? <laughs> no. We released, <laughs> no. We released him during the season last oh, year. Oh, shit. We still have Cam Akers, who I think can be a great running back if he can get past all this shit that happened last year. Yeah. That just came out of nowhere. I drafted him in, like, fantasy, and he was just, like, underperforming (laughs) as fuck. Well, and then, like, he was going to get traded, and then he was, like, almost going to get released. And then, (laughs) yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened last year. Our team was just a fucking... It was a shit show from the beginning. Yeah, like. no, it was. It was. There were so many injuries, though. It there was were like a lot of injuries, and I don't know. I think there was. Well, McVeigh wasn't happy with his coaching staff either, because by the time they got out of the Super Bowl, and then their other coaches got poached, all the coaches that they would have wanted to fill the roles were already hired. So they went with this like Liam Cohen dude or whatever his name was, who was just asked as an offensive coordinator. So we got rid of him pretty quickly. Yeah, I guess it's just nice. It, you know, they caught fire when they did. Oh, it's, no. It's, it's and, like, like, Odell coming in, even though I wasn't happy about it, helped a ton. Von Miller coming in helped mm-hmm. so much on our defense. <laughs> and then, just packed. Yeah, and then obviously we... Caught a lot of breaks. The, <laughs> they, uh, made, they made like a one-year super team. They're they like, did. all right, this they year's we got to build it. Just keep throwing guys in here. <laughs> Fuck <Just> them <laughs> picks. <laughs> Jesus. It worked, but uh, yeah, we're, it's not going to be looking good for the next five plus years. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. If, Rick, if we're being realistic. Ricky was just... Yeah. He was. He had a lot of hope, but he, I think he yeah. just got real sad about it. <laughs> Ricky's probably going to be mildly upset that I said all that, but at the same time, we've had this conversation before too, and it's like we won a Super Bowl, so it was worth it in the end. Like I'd rather win the Super Bowl and then be bad for a few years than be a really good team for like ten fucking years and never win. Yeah, 
Get that ring. Yep. I mean, that's what it's about, right? Yeah, it. Absolutely. The Blues won it, and it's then the they fucking they're yeah, that was... bad now. I knew they were gonna be bad after they didn't resign Petrangelo. I knew it was a fucking mistake to sign Krug instead. They just let everybody go too. They're just like, all right, we're gonna. They didn't resign Jaden Schwartz. That one hurt. He's my favorite player. Poor guy. I was in Seattle. They're actually doing good this season, though. They were terrible last season. But they didn't go the Vegas route for the expansion draft. Vegas went with all the really good veteran players that can win now. Mm-hmm. And they were really good right off the start. But Seattle went with like all your younger prospects that can be really good for the future. And then year two, or year three, or whatever it's been, they're already doing pretty good. I think they're in the play, like, in the run to be in the playoffs right now. Yeah, didn't the Knights go to, like, the Stanley Cup their first fucking year in the yep. league? Yep. Yeah, they lost, I think. But yeah, they lost, uh, I want to say the Capitals. Yeah, I think it was the Capitals. But, yeah, they went to the Stanley Cup year one. Ovechkin got his fucking cup. Yeah, and then went... Absolutely insane for the celebrations for like the yeah. next two weeks or something yeah. like that. That was funny. It was awesome when we won the cup. I didn't think it was ever going to happen. We were so bad that season too. So bad. Yeah, we turned it around. Like me, Emily, and Tyler went to a game before, when we were like still last in the league against the Penguins. We lost like 6-2 to two or something like that. And then, like, a week or two later is when we called up Bennington and just completely turned everything around. We went to uh, Murphy's on 21 to watch a lot of those games. That was such a good time. It was. That was, like, a good little era of doing all that stuff. A salary cap. Yeah. Salary cap. Yeah. Um, I mean, I always kind of thought it was cool that, like, the MLB, they didn't really have... Mm-hmm. You know, because it's still kind of like how they do what the fuck they kind of want to do, but See, like they can the throw MLB, money at though. At the too. same time, you got teams like the fucking Mets, you got teams like the fucking Dodgers, and they but teams, teams like but teams like buy their wins, and but, it's so annoying. But but teams like the the Rays and teams like the uh, Athletics. Yeah. Still win a lot. I mean, oh, they, they wait, hold on. Athletics. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. How are the Athletics doing right the now? The Athletics have been making the playoffs, I feel they like. They never no. win, though. Not for, like, they haven't made the playoffs in, like, three seasons. Yeah, like, uh, I thought they did. Yeah, but, like, they've been historically, like, able to accomplish a pretty successful team, even without too much of a budget. Okay, last year they were really teams. bad, but I, I think it was last year that I read this. They had, like, the same amount of payroll last year, like money that they were paying their players, mm-hmm. the, the, the same amount last year than they were paying their players like the uh, the money ball season. Like same amount of money, giving money to players because they just don't give a fuck about putting a good team on the field. It's <laughs> 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 like, we're going to put a minor league team in the major league level. It's, it's all good. We'll sell tickets. I mean, We're not going to lose our team. How do they how do they change like baseball into like how do they formulate that into like a salary cap though? I mean, how do they 
reorchestrate everything they have. Because you do realize, See, I don't depending really, on the World Series, yeah. you get a huge-ass bonus for winning the World Series. I don't really know if it would be World capable in the MLB. Like, I mean, the yeah, way they well, do how it you isn't it terrible, way to but that. it is annoying seeing these yeah. same fucking teams. But then again, in it's, the NFL, where there is a salary cap, yeah. you got the Patriots, who were good for 20 straight fucking years. Oh, yeah. Before that, you had the Steelers, who were good for a while. Cowboys were good for a while. Redskins were good for a while. You know, you got all these teams, the fucking, and then right now, Niners were good for a really long time. You got, And then right now, you got the fucking Chiefs, who are probably going to be the next fucking Patriots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I said that a few years ago, and everybody was like, whoa. It's like, that's what it looked like. That is absolutely what it looked yeah, like. Everybody and their fucking grandma is a goddamn Chiefs fan around here, you yeah. know? And, but, and then, like, yeah, there's a salary cap in the NFL, but they explained it on the Pat McAfee show that it's, like, called cash over cap or something like that. I don't can't remember exactly how it's explained, but, like, they restructure all these contracts and change it into a signing bonus. So the player gets all the money right then and there, mm-hmm. but they can stretch that signing bonus over the next five years in any amount that they want. And then they can wait for that cap hit to hit them for two years. So the only thing that they're doing is they're pushing these cap hits like years and years and years down the line. Like, yeah, the player's getting all the money, but the cap hit from these deals are just getting pushed and pushed Over and pushed. Over the stretch of time. Yeah. That's why they're like 14 years for however many million. Or this. Mm-hmm. Like and long then like term three fucking years crazy, into it, they're man. getting released or something or traded. Like... <clears throat> Yeah, so, like, football contracts are really dumb lately, too, though. Every time I see one, I'm like, man, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever I was, like, a teenager, I didn't really think of it that much, you know? Yeah, at least in the MLB, like, oh, all of the MLB contracts are guaranteed. So, like, the contract you sign is what you're going to get. But in NFL, it's like, you're going to sign this humongous sounding contract but in reality this 60 million that you're making this year is actually going to be like fucking 12 yeah you know what though that's 12 million right no it's a lot of money but it's just like the way that they they structure these contracts just are so ridiculous But you gotta think about the people that they're trying to structure the contracts with. The only thing that they want is money. They don't give a shit about anything else. And they also, it's a very physical sport, so you gotta like equate for the longevity of a player and if circumstances happen and, Mm -hmm. you know. No, if I was athletic, I would never wanna be a running back. Yeah. They'll grind you down That's a for rough spot. four or five years in the NFL and then throw you out. Yeah, you don't like you. There's no longevity to a as a back running anymore. back. Your longevity in the NFL is your rookie contract, and then after that, they're pretty much like we might use you for another couple of years, and then you're done. We'll go to some other rookie who can just pound it in in between the numbers for a few years, and then we'll switch. There hasn't been like a good franchise running back in a second there i mean they still had those guys even into like the early there's 2010s. fantastic running backs out there but there's none that have been able to do it for a long time no like none over like five years 
Yeah, and even the guys that are still going after that point, I mean, yeah, they're still there. They're still making plays here and there. But, but they're, they're not, not like the same player. They're like what Zeke did last year. They're yeah, he was a just grinding, like a, yeah. get you like three or four yards, and then we'll give it to Pollard to bounce out outside and run for fucking 40. Yeah, Zeke would... He was the guy to like pound it through the seams and shit and mm-hmm. just like get them... Where they needed to go, if they needed a few yards. Or it was like third and one or something like that, give it to Zeke. And Pollard was there when they had like a lot of field. Pollard is an electrifying runner. He's so good. If he hopefully can stay healthy. Yeah, that broken leg is fucked. That's rough. But, so how is Dallas going to do any better next year? I'm not even taking a shot at him, but it's like, how is this going to go? How is this going to go up? They're yeah. not. The Eagles are good. The Giants See, got better. I don't think I don't think losing Zeke is necessarily the worst thing because they had a lot of other talent. It's they, not the worst thing, but they're also not going to have Pollard for a minute. Yeah. Like, at least halfway through the season, I feel like. He they have all these leg. receivers. No. Yeah, they do have... They have CD. They have Brandon Cooks. They have... I was uh, hoping they were going to go for But who's Hopkins. your tight end now? Huh? Who's your tight end now? I don't know now, honestly. I'd have to... You guys might not have one at the moment. Uh, oh, you might have like a second or third string. But... Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be a ne- like a necessity. They have... I don't... Is T.Y. still going to play there? I it's thought that was just up. a one-year deal. Yeah, I think it's off. Did you guys trade for Stefan? Was that you guys that traded for Gilmore, or was that someone else? I think it... It was know. the Cowboys, right? Yeah, it might have been. I haven't been keeping up that much. Honestly. I just... Honestly, if I'm scrolling through social media, and I'm like, this person got traded here, I'm like, oh, fuck. I see quite a few of them, but I'm not like... Is on top of it as I should be. You guys think Rodgers is going to go to the Jets? Yeah. I mean, everything's looking yeah. that way. I mean, I definitely think it's going to happen, but like... That was mine, actually. I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet, was it? Yeah, I mean, we can translate into that. But, okay, before we're before we're there, what... Uh, so, what is... You, like, well, you said the way the NFL contracts are structured, you don't like it. But you sounded like you were for the salary cap compared to how the MLB is structured. So what do you? I mean, what's your take on it? Honestly, overrated, underrated, or fair? I think both of them. You kind of have to like. Baseball still works in in a wild, wild west fucking kind of way. They're both the fair, but at the same time, they need to be adjusted. Although they're trying to make it new. But I don't know if they'll ever adjust it to how it needs to be. Baseball. Both of them. Yeah. Apparently Goodell's getting a new contract too, so that's kind of dog shit. (laughs) Not a fan, huh? No. No, I don't think I am either. Like, I mean, that's the thing though. Why do we, why does everybody necessarily hate him? He's just, you know. He's a businessman, yeah. and he's done like good things to get like, the league really out care. there and to get the league money. But he doesn't give a flying fuck about the players or anything. About like actual football. Yeah, about actual football. The only thing he cares about is money. Yeah, 
But it's working, I guess. It's I mean, getting them, these TV deals that they're fucking signing and... is insane. Like the the prime one that they get got was like ten plus bill, I think. Shit. Yeah, that's that's the problem though. Is they're on everything, mm-hmm. every platform. It's like they're on Paramount now. They're on. Yet I still can't watch a fucking Rams Prime. game ninety percent of the time. Yeah, that's because it's just whatever games happen to be on in your area, and yeah. then those few games on those networks. The prime times, yeah. Well, fair or not, I would say it's kind of a tough one because it's like there is a salary cap in some, and there isn't in others. I think it's a fair aspect to the game, like it. It makes sense. It doesn't necessarily bother me that that baseball doesn't have one, though. Like, it is kind of wild, though, that just some owner could go in there with, like, $10 billion and be mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to fucking throw yeah. some money around. They have, like, a luxury task, tax where if you spend too much money, you got to pay extra money for it. Yeah. But, like, the Mets payroll right now is insane. Yeah. How is there so much? Team. Who owns the Mets? Steve Cohen? Is that I it? think it's a new. It is a new guy though, oh. isn't it? Or is Steve Cohen the GM? Hey man, the Mets need something. They be getting their asses whooped. For yeah, they, they're probably still not gonna fucking. So, go so I thought it was here. like some. No, yeah, they probably won't. See, that's the, the thing though. Guys, but yeah, even if the Yankees and the Dodgers spend most of the money, still, like we end up with the Astros winning. We end up with. You know, whoever else. It's not like it always. I wish the Phillies would have won this year. The Yankees. They've won the most World Series, but they kept winning, so they kept getting more money. They kept filling their stadium. They, they haven't saying, won in a minute. Yeah, the 2010s was the first decade since the 80s. The only decade mm-hmm. other than the 80s that the Yankees did win a World mm-hmm. Series. Was 09 the last one? Yeah. Against the Phillies. I wish the Phillies would have won last year. The Phillies, they let them down. Like, I guess they won in 08, didn't they, against the Rays? I think they won one. Yeah. When I was a kid, so I don't really remember. But that shit. it does feel restricting in baseball, though, if you're one of the teams with lesser amounts of money, because like sometimes the big ones get stretched out. Like even the teams with the lowest money, it's went up, obviously. Mm-hmm. But now it's like the Dodgers and the Yankees have so much money; it kind of fluctuates between who's number one. I'm excited for the Cardinals season next year, but like our team looks good, other than our pitching staff. Pitching staff looks terrible. <laughs> We have, even starting. We have Wayno, Miles, <sighs> Flaherty, Steven Matz, and then like Dakota Hudson, or maybe we bring up Libertor or something. But that's like it for our starters. We're going to have to trade for someone if we want to do anything in the postseason. Because like our lineup is pretty fucking lethal. If you think about it, we got Tommy. We're going to start from catcher. So we got Wilson Contreras, Paul Goldschmidt, Tommy Edmond will be short. And so second baseman, we got Brendan Donovan and Nolan Gorman. Tommy Edmond, Nolan, left field, we got Tyler O'Neill. Center, we got Dylan Carlson. Uh, right field, we got Lars Newbar. And then DH, we got Jordan Walker, who's. One of the top prospects in the league. And we also have 
uh, Juan Yepes, who was pretty good last year too. Like pretty solid DH numbers when Pulos wasn't DHing. So like we have a pretty solid lineup, and then we have Helsley, who's a pretty good closer. Gallegos, I think we still have him. Uh, you know, I don't think he was great last year or the year before that or whatever, but before that he was really good. Or I, I just don't think last year he had a really good year. But like our relievers aren't terrible, but our fucking starting pitching is just not it. No, that's what like that's why we wouldn't have lasted really in mm-hmm. the in the postseason. Yeah, last year. Man, last year I thought we had a good chance just because of like the whole. I was hoping it would have been Molina awesome. Pujols narrative and everything. Just hoping that could like propel us into the Hit momentum. Seven oh three, like who knew that was even in the cards, oh, and then man. he just lit it up. Yeah, he fucking did. That was oh, awesome. that was that was, was insane. That was a he perfect. He hit so many career. after the All Star yeah. break. Well, almost perfect ending to his career, I guess. World Series would have been perfect ending, but that's asking a lot if we're being honest. It is. Hitting 700 is good enough ending. But that pit, that's in the whole thing. Louis, that like, pitching staff that, yeah, did yeah. not have it. Like, why do you think the Angels fucking... Like, All they, they have, have is Shohei. Well, they, I guess they have that Patrick Sandoval dude. But, too. like... He was pitching for Mexico. Yeah, you need pitching in the playoffs. No, definitely. Because, like, yeah. in the high-pressure moments, you need to have people that can fucking handle it. The Dodgers always get there, and then they fail before it's over. Oh, like they won the the the, the COVID ring, the, yeah, the Mickey one. Mouse <laughs> ring. Everybody <laughs> talking shit on that one. <laughs> Honestly, I don't really both, care. Both the LA's finally won a ring for the first time in a while, and it was both the Mickey Mouse rings. So that's pretty fitting. The Brooklyn Dodgers. That was badass. Oh yeah, Jackie Robinson. <laughs> it was <laughs> that era. Oh, I remember those days. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> when did they move to LA? Was that in like the sixties or seventies? Yeah, it was. It was a while ago. LA's just like, hey, let's bring these teams out here so people don't give a fuck about them. Yeah, because we got all the money. So it's just like celebrities go there and they're like, hey, we got Jack Nicholson out here. Look at that shit. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, but who the fuck's out there? Nobody. It's, it's, <laughs> Nobody not, it's not for the fans. It's LeBron, he's the, out it's there. It's not for the fans, it's for the fame. Of having a sports team out there with the celebrities. Yeah, it's literally just the... so they can like... So SoFi Stadium, they, the way they built it, they built it so there's a lot of suites and less seats. So they can have... You know, these 40 or 50 suites that people are spending, like, a lot of fucking money mm-hmm. for to be in. And then, like, only 20,000, 25,000 seats instead of, like, 35,000 seats or something like that. And 10, 20 suites. Yeah. They wanted the... It's just more... There's more money out now. Exactly. They want the suites so they can just make charge someone like 150 grand to watch one football game. Also, they spent a fuckload of money to build that stadium. So mm-hmm. they're like, we gotta make. Isn't this that where WrestleMania is this year? Yes. But the thing is, with a ring and everything, obviously, like more it's on the, the ring. You can shit. put a shitload of seats on the mm-hmm. floor and everything else. No, I think they also built it to host the Olympics soon. So we'll see how that goes. That would be cool, though. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been in the United States in a long time. In a while, yeah. 
like the early but it switches continents like every year and shit too mm-hmm. wasn't here in like what 04 or something like that it was in Athens in 04 it was before that though. yeah I think LA might have been the last place I had it had, it was though or was it in Florida I have no idea I mean sure. I don't watch the Olympics but I want to I do sometimes it. Yeah, I, I like try to tune in every once yeah. in a while, but like I want to actually like start watching it because like those athletes are just insane. Yeah, when I know it's happening, I try to like flip it on mm. whenever I like I got nothing going on and I'm at the house. I'm like, oh, I'm sure the they're on like all fucking day. Yeah. So you can just flip it on and There's something. There's something will be on. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's cool about it, though. Is it's just like oh, for this fucking. Short period of time in the middle of the summer, you got fucking, or in the middle of the winter, mm-hmm. all day, all night. The best sports. of the best athletes yeah. do what they do best. It's just random crazy sports. I would say fair, though. Because I, I don't really mind the way it is. <laughs> we kind of got sport. wayward with our conversation there. Got okay. all the way to the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was just saying because I think it was the only one that didn't answer. Uh huh. You would you say you said fair? No, it, it is fair, but like, I guess you can say it was just about everything though. They could do it better. When I when I was younger though, I thought the MLB not having a salary cap was like the most ridiculous thing ever. But now that I understand it more, it's like it is understandable the way that they do it. Well, they used to not all have salary caps, didn't they? Like if I thought. No, or like, I I think it's. It only started in the last, like, 30, 40 years. Something yeah. like that. Um, but the fact that they're throwing more money at quarterbacks, just, you know, they, everybody does want a franchise player. Like, everybody mm-hmm. wants a, fran- you know, a star. And that's just what they're spending more money on, I guess, instead of other players. But everybody wants, you know, somebody to lead them at the helm for no, 15, you have for to 10, have 15 years. I mean, you like, need a quarterback. Like, you can't – You a, need a like good run game is not going to win you the freaking bowl. Seven if, like, top ten maybe, but most likely, like, top, like, six or seven quarterback in the league to win a Super Bowl. Where Derek Carr go? Did he go Other to than the Colts? I guess. No, he got New Orleans. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Who went to the Colts? Who is who is the Colts quarterback? And they released Matt. They Ryan. don't have one right now. Oh, yeah. They're gonna draft. They have they have the fourth overall pick. Oh boy, they, like Derek Carr kind of makes sense on the Saints to me. I guess. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I mean, they just got rid of a mediocre quarterback for another mediocre quarterback. Slightly <laughs> better. He's. It seemed like that should have went well. I really wanted the Raiders to succeed last year. I wanted them to also, but. Used yeah, to be the Raiders' boy. I mean, I liked ACDC because <laughs> ACDC that was just cool. But they they were they were a pretty exciting team to watch that year that they almost went to, almost did really well in the playoffs. But then Derek Carr broke his leg in like week eighteen or something yeah. like that, or I guess week seventeen. Yeah, they were like really on a roll. Yeah, they year. were killing it that season, and then he broke his leg, and it was just over. He was like First in the MVP the voting and shit like that too. It was pretty much a lot like the Eagles, except the Eagles had a competent backup. That was crazy. The fact that Nick Foles won a fucking yeah. Super Bowl. Just came in, did that shit. Be brave. That was like, a, that was his fucking redemption. He was like, because he had that just horrible yeah. run with the Rams, as did everyone for like fucking 
Jeff Fisher Decade. is a dog shit coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't good. No. We had some rough years with him. Yeah. This is how you throw the ball. And the fact <laughs> that they got rid of Kurt. <laughs> it's like, dude, we were just some peewee. <laughs> Here's how you throw the ball in the NFL. I would hope that was something you were past. <laughs> and the fact that we got rid of Kurt Warner for Mark Bolger was ridiculous. And then we dropped to Sam Bradford, who could have potentially been good. But our line was so bad, he was always injured. Yeah. Sam Bradford, dude. He, I remember having high hopes for that dude when he first came around as a kid. I was like, fuck yeah, I got a Sam Bradford goddamn jersey. I was into that shit. And then Sam Bradford... He had a rough go. I mean, it's this like Andrew Luck. Was fire. It's like Andrew Luck was great coming out. Yeah. And then he just got hit over and over and over and over <laughs> again. And his body couldn't fucking stand it. So he had to retire at like 28. <laughs> I tried, man. Oh shit, yeah. yeah I tried to keep it together. together. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> that chair was a dessert. What are we talking about? We're talking about. Uh, I, I was oh, going to introduce shit. the Aaron, the Aaron Rodgers thing. Oh, yeah. So, honestly, like, he's been on. He's been on the Packers since, what, 05? Or did he get drafted in 05? Either way, that's what I saw. He's, he's been a Packer since He's been a Packer since '05. So like, I mean, this is the first time he's going anywhere else. Hey, I. But it's like, is, is the fresh start someplace I, else? Like, what do you think of that in general? Overrated, yeah. underrated, or fair? Like, does he? Like, do you think he should? Like, what do you think? Just no, as an I observation. Think fucking I think he's still got years left at an elite level if he fucking wants to. Me too. I solid two or three years more. He that's can that's what I was saying. the fucking two, ball. Three years. But I completely <laughs> understand him wanting to leave the fucking. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> oh shit! Oh man. We're doing great. Continue. Yeah, we got this. No, uh, okay. So, no, I completely understand him wanting to leave the Packers because they haven't really gotten him any offensive help like no. in the early rounds of the draft. He and had, well, he had Devontae, but then fucking the, the very next year, once he didn't have him, they didn't, you know, they had so much less than... Uh, they did draft two receivers last year, but they lost Devontae. So it's like, yeah. If you lose Devonte, that's yeah. But he, that's Aaron fucking relied yeah. so much on him too, though. Not as much as fucking Stafford relied on Cup. No, I, I mean they were both like that though. Like yeah, yeah. I, yeah. But when you have a receiver of that ca- caliber, what do you expect? Like, yeah. what is wrong? <laughs> 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 I didn't think that, uh, like, I didn't think, I didn't think that you would even admit that, oh, he was as reliant on Cup as he was. Obviously, he was. 
look at the but numbers. Like, they did like have a pretty, but they did have a cut. pretty damn good like yeah. season. I feel like in general. No, but I mean no, he was definitely like the year we won the Super Bowl. It was great, but like last year when they were still healthy, when when uh, they were still playing, it was like thirty six point eight percent. That Stafford was thrown in the cup, which was four or five percent over the next person. Yeah, that I mean, Cup had MVP season. <laughs> Didn't he win the MVP? No, he should have. Yeah, that I mean, honestly, even as a very unbiased standpoint, <laughs> <laughs> he won the triple crown as a receiver. And like, yeah, he definitely he had the won greatest the receiving season of all time. Just like what Mahomes won the MVP this year, it should have been Hurts. Really. It should have been Hurts. <laughs> like, dude, the past two MVPs have been fucked over. If he would have been injured the last couple of games, it would have been him. But that injury screwed him out MVP. Dude, the Eagles, like nobody thought the Eagles were gonna have that good of a season. Honestly. I was hoping they were gonna win the Super Bowl so fucking bad. Fuck the Chiefs. I was kinda I was rooting for the Eagles a little bit too. Oh, I didn't too. really care. I lost because it wasn't like either team that I was like you bet on super the invested in. Yeah. It was yeah. only like twenty bucks, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I bet on the Eagles too against Whew. Tyler and he got like twenty five, twenty, twenty five bucks. I think he bet I with mean. Ricky like a hundred or something like that. Yeah. They they somehow they got Attached into a bet. Hundred. Stevens is always down, though. He's like Super Bowl. Hey, betting on shit's just so much fun. Did you guys watch the fights last, or not last night, but the other night? No, I did not. What what were the fights? It was uh, Kamari Usman versus. Oh yeah, Leon Edwards. I saw some of the highlights of that shit. It was a pretty good one. Gaethje had another. Crazy fight, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they were fucking throwing hands. It was insane. They were bloody as hell in that one. <laughs> UFC is a lot of fun to watch. I've been enjoying that lately. Tennis too. What do you think of John Jones? He fucking came back. And oh, I love John Jones. We watched that over here. Well, we tried to, and like on my birthday and everything, mm-hmm. and I just passed out like pretty early. I didn't watch so that I one. See I, that I one. wanted to, but. Uh, I knew he was going to end in round one. He's too good of a fighter. Yeah, greatest of all time. Isn't oh, that what Dana White pretty much says? That he, it's it's the truth. He pretty much it's what it like is. the only loss he has. He like got disqualified, didn't he? Uh, I don't know if he's ever lost in the octagon, but I know he had a, like a win taken away because he failed a drug test for cocaine. Yeah, against DC. Yeah. <clears throat> was that only one time with the cocaine thing? I don't think I was wondering. So. Yeah, I thought that was more than once, but I wasn't sure. I think that's the only time that's with... affected, like, the outcome of a fight. Yeah. But I think he has the outcome of a before. fight. So he's just ripping lines and then going out there and fighting. Well, I mean, he fought and then they <laughs> took the win away because he failed a drug test. I mean, it could have been much before. <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't like he was in the locker room, like, all right, we're about to get... We got ten minutes. Let's get pumped up. <laughs> so like fucking eighties wrestler or something. That All right, you gotta go out there and shoot a, <laughs> a promo now. 
Yeah, that, was, that was Flair and Hogan before every fucking match. Heart just pumping. <laughs> Ultimate oh, yeah. Warrior and shit, too. Like, yeah. That era of guys. <laughs> Throwing that rope around. <laughs> Gotta use some of that energy, fuck. Yeah, some they? of those promos those guys had, those the, like those three specifically, if you just watch their promos, <laughs> it's like watching a fucking lunatic that escaped the asylum. Oh, dude. yeah. They're Flair's mad, man. Face would just both of them really him and Hogan. Face would get so fucking red and everything they'd be going off. Um Damn. What uh what other big moves have even been made like in the off season so far? I feel like a bunch of fucking things. The Lamar shit's pretty crazy. Yeah. They flagged him or they They tagged him, him. Yeah. but flagged him. The non exclusive so another team can like Sign them, yeah, and then give give uh, the Ravens two draft picks for him. But the Ravens, they can either meet it or yeah, they can either they can match the contract or they can just accept the picks. And then, if you're Lamar, what do you do? If I'm Lamar, I get as much guaranteed money as I can because yeah. the way I play football, I'm not gonna have a long career. He's gonna get absolutely smashed by one of these linebackers one day. And his career will be over. I think I said that on the last podcast. I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. I mean, he was out a lot of last year. Yeah. <clears throat> they almost beat the Bengals. If they would have had Lamar, they might have beat him. But Tyler Huntley fucking jumped high for some reason and got the ball knocked out. If he would have gone in, like, if he would have gone low on that run. Actually, he should have handed it off. It shouldn't have been to the quarterback. They were Just too far away punched. from They were too far away from the goal line to punch it in like that. Either Ravens or another yeah. team that have had some just fucking murderous seasons and like they just failed oh, the yeah, fucking like, whatever it mattered. Well, two years ago they had like so many injuries. They lost their top three running backs before the season even started. They lost Marcus Peters before the season even started. I want to say they lost Marlon Humphrey during the season also. Like that's just it's a lot of injuries to impactful players. That hurts your team. Yeah. And I think they still made the playoffs. Just Lamar couldn't do anything after he made the playoffs. It's been kind of the recurring theme. Yeah, he hasn't even won his game yet, has he? Or is he one and four? He might have won one. So what do you think? You just don't, you're not a fan of the running quarterback, huh? No, I like, there's nothing wrong with it. But you're not really going to have a long career or at least like running like he does like if you run more of like a I feel like Daniel Jones like scrambles but he doesn't scramble to contact Jalen Hurts he knows what he's doing he scrambles to get extra yards and then gets down but Jalen Hurts Lamar even Josh Allen like the big strong bodies like that that are fast Josh Allen isn't quite as fast, but he's got good speed for a quarterback, but he's a big body. Like, they scramble and go into contact a lot like running backs, which is going to hurt. And it's going to hurt the length of your career. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but they're putting up some crazy stats while they're doing it. No, they are. It's exciting to watch, but it's like, you can't expect teams to want to give you insane deals for a long period of time if you're a quarterback like that. That's going to rely more on your legs than your arm. 
Yeah. Like, Jalen, he'll get a good deal soon, but he's still pretty young, which I guess Lamar is still young, too. He's only, like, 24 or 25, but he also has more years in the league going against this type of competition and getting these really bad hits. And Jalen's also out there squatting, like, 500, 600 fucking pounds. Yeah. That dude's doing shit that most quarterbacks are doing. That's doing shit that most linebackers aren't doing. Yeah. Monster. Mm-hmm. He just I really he hope like crazy weight around. They could be a really good team under him though. Like that's oh yeah. The I mean obviously like they like and they kept like it's not like they got owned by the Chiefs either. They like kept up with them the whole fucking time. No, I think I that holding call was pretty controversial. Like yeah, he did pull his mm-hmm. jersey and everything. The player even said he did it, but like the way that they were calling the game and everything, I don't think they should have called it because it would have made like the ending of that game that much more exciting. Like, it straight up killed the entire game. One play. Mm-hmm. But, like, I still think the Chiefs would have won, but the Eagles would have had at least had the chance to make the ending way more exciting. I know. That's kind of how I felt, too. It was mm-hmm. like, man, that just was, like... Anticlimactic. For yeah, how it was good just a, such for how a good light of a game hold, it too. Yeah. It was like that... This is the Super Bowl in such a crucial moment. Like, did that need to be called there? Like, not at all. That kind of shit I'm sure happens on so many plays, too. It's just mm-hmm. not seen or called. And it's just like, man. The refs fucked up. Once, once that happened, it was kind of like, yeah, that happened. But the game's, like, over now. The excitement's over. The Super Bowl's over. Yeah. The season's over. It just kind of, like, everything felt deflated after yeah. that call. Which the Eagles could be a good team for a long time too, but you also got to think as soon as the Super Bowl was over, they lost their offensive and defensive coordinators, which is going to hurt your team most likely. Because they had a fantastic defense, one of the greatest defensives, well, not one of the greatest defenses of all time, but one of the greatest pass rushers of all time. And then their offense, they had one of the best offensive lines of all time. But losing. The coordinators is gonna hurt that a lot. They were losing a lot of key defensive players, and they also lost like one or two offensive linemen also. But Kelsey's coming back, which is huge. Yeah. I don't know if he should have or not. I mean, I get it. He's young no, enough. I to think do he it. should at least yeah. one more year. Like, see if their team. But it's like, man, they, I feel like last year was going to be the year if it was going to be the no, year. No, they it, it was pretty much teed up on for him last year. So it's like, I mean, yeah, he's young enough to where he can still actually compete at a high level and do his job well. But he's so good though, even last yeah. year, like, oh yeah, so fucking good as a center. And then Lane Johnson, the right tackle, is an absolute monster of a human. Yeah. Or he might be the left tackle. Either way, monster of a human. And linemen. Mm-hmm. They're insane. They're big boys, but, like, they're crazy strong and crazy fast for how big they are. Probably don't get the credit they deserve. They definitely they do not. But, like, watching the Pat McAfee show this, this season, they started doing a... They started doing a between, <laughs> like... In the trenches segment, they bring A.Q. Shipley, who's an ex-offensive lineman in the league and was a coach also. They bring him on the show, and he shows, like, footage of, like, the best offensive and defensive line of the week. And then they do that with defensive backs, 
and then so it's just like it's really cool to see these football minds talk way more in depth about football than like you hear on sports center or something like that because like they pretty much break down the film like they would in a film room and stuff like that so it's just you learn a lot more about the game watching it like this because they go way more in the depth about everything that's happening yeah. not just the ball and where it's going but why this defender's running this way instead of this way and everything and it's just really really cool to watch and just very intriguing yeah it's all like a it's like a battlefield out there like mm-hmm. just two generals that like freaking have this whole playbook mapped out of every single player of where they're shifting or going or doing or routes they're running like every player has a little map that they oh, have to follow it, on the field every play. You have to go so far into detail. Detail, it's insane. It's pretty cool though. It's just like two armies going to war. It is every week. <clears throat> Diversion of that for sure. Just that's what they said. Like that's what you know. A lot of sports and competitions are that like capture our interest. Um, I mean, what do you think though? Aaron Rodgers, fresh start on a new team for the first time ever. He was the Green Bay Packers franchise player for a long time. Like, I almost want to say it's underrated because so many people are hating on it. But like, why do, you, why do you not want the player to like actually enjoy the team that he's fucking playing for? Yeah. So I'm gonna say. Well, it's not like he fucking was. You know, they saw him mount some sort of comeback later in the season anyway, and he was having like some he lights out Packers games. He still got that greatness yeah. in him, but I feel like he. And their organization just he likes the didn't see eye to eye after a while, and they couldn't get back on the same page after. You know what I mean? Yep, I agree. Yeah, that season just felt like there was like a lot of tainted energy in the air. Mm-hmm. Well, like, in the in the the seeds were planted for that earlier than that the year before, yeah. really. And no, even like, earlier than that. Yeah, so that was twenty twenty, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, that's true. He felt like he was being, you know, what happened to him, right? You know, it's like the same thing that happened with Favre. Yeah, mm-hmm. when they drafted Rodgers. Yep. The same kind of treatment happened both times, too, because it was yep. like Rodgers came in, Favre yeah. didn't really give like he didn't give him any pointers, didn't talk to him, didn't fuck with him, because he was kind of just like, Dude, just stay away because I know you're taking my job kind of shit. And Rodgers kind of felt that way about Jordan Love, too. Just kind of like, fuck this mm-hmm. guy, man. But you also got to look at it. Both Favre and Rodgers were great at the time that they did this. Like, they yeah. could have waited another year or two. But if you look at it from the team aspect, like, obviously it worked out with Rodgers. Like, they saw the quarterback that they wanted for the future. They picked him. So, if it works out with Jordan Love, too, yeah. you can't really blame them as a team. But from player perspective, it is pretty shitty. Yeah. Especially after everything he's, like, giving them. But, to be honest, it doesn't seem like he's too, you know, upset about it either. It seems like he understands now more than ever that it's just, like, it really is time to kind of move on from yep. that. And, like, I still support him, and, like, I really like him as a player anyway. Um, Me, too. So, I mean... Really good. In yeah. being so... I hope he's successful as a Jet... Because why wouldn't I, you know? 
The Jets actually were a sneaky good team last year. They won like no, eight they were games good. with the Mike. They White, got a few Zach people. Wilson and Joe Flacco as your quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah, they had a pretty good year. Mm-hmm. And then they could have probably won another game or two if they had Brees Hall all season two if he wouldn't have torn his ACL. You think he can? Uh, mm-hmm. Think he can build something there? Bring him some success? I think he's oh, gonna have definitely. a good year. Yeah, I, yeah. I think. Like, I mean, that's a tough division now, though. Too, you got to look at that. They'll have to go through the Bills every year. They have the Dolphins, who are a really good team. And they're stacked, I bet they win depending too, on their quarterback. I bet they win 10 games. But Mike White's the backup for Tua now, too. Yeah. So it's Which like, is, that's good for the Dolphins, because he's a solid backup. Solid backup. Obviously, yeah, they're doing a lot of Jets. stuff. That's a, that's a really tough division. Especially mm-hmm. if Rodgers always the always had Belichick there, so he's got something crazy that can pull out of his ass. He hasn't in fucking a while, though. He hasn't in a while, but like, is Mac he Jones might not be done? winning games, but like a lot of the time they're in games. Yeah. Is Mac Jones near the end here? Or did no. he say this last year that or did just happen? Like, or is he getting one more year to see if they want him to Mac to be your, their guy? Yeah. Well, this is the last year was only his second year, so technically they can still have three more years with him. Could, but I don't know if they're gonna. But you also got to look at last year. Who was the fucking coordinator? Matt Patricia, defensive-minded coach. And then you had fucking was it Joe Judge or whatever? Like his coordinators were terrible coordinators to be put in that position. Like four. Like he was asking them questions, and they were just like, "We'll get to that when, when like, when the when the time comes," and then the time would come, and they would never go over it. So he'd like have these like situations that he needs help from his coach, and his coaches wouldn't help him. So it's like that. Give him another year or two of actually having a good coach, helping him, showing him the right things and ways to go and do things, and he can probably be a pretty good quarterback in the league. Like he was good year one. You gotta look at like a lot of quarterbacks. Like they're gonna be good or bad depending on the coaches that they have and if they show them the right ways to use the skills that they have. It's a, any sport, any position. Mm-hmm. It's like you can have great players, but if they're not showing how to use the, their skills, they're not gonna be good. Or if they can't fit into the. Or if they can't fit into the scheme, yeah. things like that. You might have to f- switch positions that they're originally playing to try to find the right one for them. Because you got Travis Kelsey, who was a quarterback going into college, transferred to a tight end, now he's one of the best of all time. By the time he retires, he probably will be the greatest of all time in that position. Tight end, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I heard some wild shit. That, like, it's the speculations of the Chiefs signing... Like every every team speculating signing Beckham, mm-hmm. and now Hopkins too. I heard one of them going to the Chiefs. I was like, I would hate that, dude. If D Hop goes to the Chiefs, uh, I told my friend that's just messing with him. I was like, if D Hop goes to the Chiefs, I'm not watching another NFL games until Mahomes dies. <laughs> that's horrible. Dies. <laughs> well, I mean, he doesn't have to have a, a bad death, yeah. but like, I'm not gonna watch NFL until I'm like eighty. Because it'll just be ridiculous. No, not really. But it'll just be like... It's like fucking Brady having Moss back in the day. Oh, yeah. Like, just unfair. 
just tore it up yep. together for a couple of years. I thought Moss was only at, with the Patriots for one year. I thought he was two. Maybe it was one. I think it was only one, but they almost went undefeated. Until yeah. the Giants fucking... Yep. That was Super Bowl. The whole damn season. Yep. Season and playoffs is not the Super Bowl. So they won 18 games. 21. Well... Or 22. 18, well, because 16 regular season games, two yeah, playoff 16, games, they would have gotten the bye. 18. Yeah. Okay, and then yeah, no. they would be 20 and 0 now. Because I've heard Brady say before, or not heard him, but I saw him like say that like that he's still looking for that 19, that perfect 19 and 0 season. Mm-hmm. Um, now it'd be 20 and 0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Um, which obviously didn't happen. Nope. And he got beat by the Giants both Olympic years. Yeah. 2008, 2012. Both election years. The goat killer. Yeah. That. Oh, yeah. That was fucked. It was pretty epic. Oh, yeah. That helmet catch? Iconic. Oh, yeah. That's a childhood memory for sure. Mm-hmm. Just a lock in there. David Tyree. <sighs> what do you think? Aaron Rodgers is a jet. I think it's... I mean, it sounds cool. It's probably better than him staying on the Packers another year and this happening again. Just having a mediocre-ass team and then dealing with this again next year? Yeah. It sounds like he's not bitter, but he's not bitter like Aaron Rodgers is not bitter. You know, he's like, I'm not bitter, but I'm going to take everybody that I want from this team with me, you know? They're all free agents, though. Just trying to get Lazard, yeah, Cobb. That is crazy, though. The Packers are just letting everybody go. It's like... All the old people. Well, I mean, if you think about it, they're letting go. <laughs> they're just like all the ones that Rogers are like, hey, like yeah, your contract's your Rogers you. crew. Rogers is gone. You're gone too. Bye. So yeah, maybe he's just like oh, just bringing oh, in that new regime. I guess. GM know, of the Jets, <laughs> owner of the Bears. <laughs> Dude, that yeah, you saw me post that. Yeah, that was pretty fucking. Fucking. Uh, it's kind of funny though, because like just the people he wanted went there. I don't know, man. Like I, I, I think Wizard got signed at least. Yeah. He said that they. He said that he didn't think that they'd miss him at all. When he was Not a terrible way. deal either. No. That Lazard got like. No, he got a pretty good deal, really. Like the Jets didn't have to like overpay or anything, but like Lazard, I mean, obviously he's still getting paid a lot, but mm. like, like that the how last offseason went with the wide receiver contracts, it was insane. Like Christian Kirk almost got twenty mil a year, or did get twenty mil a year, uh, and then Devontae got like twenty seven. Cup got like twenty five or twenty six. It's a lot of fucking money. That's crazy. And then you got guys Tyree like, got like twenty eight or something mm-hmm, like that. Yeah. Then you got guys like Kelsey, who because he's a tight end is making a lot less money than mm-hmm. some of these receivers, which is just wild because if he was a receiver, he'd probably be on the top paid. Well, honestly, he's one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah. Even out of like, a tight, tight end position. Being a tight end, he's one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah, it's wild. Because Mahomes and him just have... The greatest connection. Yeah, they just... Well, I mean, Cup and Stafford have a good connection, too. But, like, the way that they're able to, like, read each other's hips, like, Mahomes is able to read Kelsey's hips the way he's about to move them, is just insane. You can tell what direction he's going by the way his hips are going. Yeah. 
They're going to keep that connection going like, for oh, as long they'll, as they they'll, possibly can. They'll play with each other until they retire. Kelsey will retire first, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kelsey will be a chief his entire career. Unless something crazy happens, like a f- bad falling out with like the GM or something that's there, or if they get a new coach. Because Andy Reid will probably retire another season or two. He he was thinking yeah. about it after this one. But, yeah, I think I think they'll play... Uh, I think they'll both be Chiefs for the rest of their careers. That's, yeah, I mean, they're kind of like already setting up to be sort of the dynasty team, you know. Yep, and it's gonna be team that's gonna look the same probably for a few years, and they're gonna consistently be contenders. As long as they don't do it, as long as the Patriots went cool. But if I had to deal with this shit for fucking twenty years again, I'm gonna be annoyed. Yeah, that I mean, it got old. It definitely got to the point where I was, like, rooting against the Patriots damn near every time, you know? I definitely was, because it's just, like, like, every fucking year. My entire childhood. Yeah. Fucking it's like, Patriots. oh, they're back, oh, they're back, oh, they're back. And then the, when they weren't, it was, like, the Steelers, and I didn't give a fuck about the Steelers either. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the Steelers. <laughs> fuck the Penguins. I like, I like fuck the, the Pirates. I like the Colts and the... Uh... Broncos. I like Peyton a lot. Yeah. I got to see him get his uh, Hall of Fame ring at my first ever NFL game. That was really cool. Him and Edgar and James got their Hall of Fame ring. Dude, Russell and that fucking Broncos team this year just fell apart. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, that was a... Was that... So funny. Well, I was going to say that, like... That was a disappointment, but obviously the what the Rams season turned into was a that was we talked about that. Yeah, I was gonna say like it seemed like that <laughs> was the Raiders, but that was disappointing too. You're like, oh man, there was a lot of teams that were supposed to be really good that yep. just weren't. Buccaneers, Buck, Bucks, and the Packers yeah. too. It was Packers, like, Rams. You knew you were gonna all, see a drop off. Almost all NFC Devontae. teams, other than the two AFC West teams. Yeah, and the Eagles like rose to the occasion. Mm-hmm. In a bit, they stomped Giants people out. Were insane. That division that? was wild. Yeah, that division like other than the commanders, because they're a fucking dumpster fire too. <laughs> and they weren't <laughs> even like like they, they were almost in the playoffs. Record. The last, yeah, yeah no. like, but for some reason, Rivera fucking started Carson instead of Heineke. Yeah, they don't know what's going on with that team at all. No, they Dan Snyder needs to be removed as an owner. They have no identity, and yeah, Dan Snyder is a piece of garbage. They're fucking so commanders. Yeah, no. their their mascot is a fat ass pig. Like, come on. What's that even mean? How the fuck is it, how's a pig <laughs> commanding at all? Yeah, it, it makes no sense. <laughs> fucking commies. Yeah. <laughs> Washington is that the Washington Commies, bro? Yeah, the Washington, yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Maybe that is a symbolism for communism because Animal Farm. Maybe that that's why Dan communism. Snyder fucking chose that name. He's like, ah, fuck these guys, commies. Be funny if it was just like they just fucking. Oh, we're gonna change the name, and then they just change it to some like a more racist fucking name. Like we'll be the Red Faces now. <laughs> what? I don't know if that's gonna be any better, man. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Oh yeah, they thought that that was gonna be such a that was gonna be what turned it all the fuck around. We'll be the Washington Jews. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I don't know if that's PC. People being an uproar. No, I think it's fair though. Like, yeah. Him going there, it seems like it, a good fit. You got already have Garrett Wilson at receiver. He had a pretty great year. Yes, Sauce Gardner. Yeah, he's amazing cornerback. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You have like a great rookie year. In that's a pretty badass name too. Yeah. In <laughs> yeah. college, his like, I, I it was his highest receiving like his biggest catch allowed was like something crazy, like twenty three or thirteen yards, was the biggest catch he allowed in college. He didn't allow a single touchdown in college. Yeah, That's insane. Hell yeah. And then, yeah, he's got Lazard there now. Yeah. You know, they have Lazard, Garrett Wilson. They still have Corey Davis. They might yeah, get Corey Cobb. Davis. They have another running back, too. Or not running back. He's got enough pieces to, to make something. Of the and team then, for sure. as running backs, they have uh, Brees Hall will come back. After he gets healthy, they also have Hines, who they just traded for last or last year during the deadline, who was a really good running back for the Colts. Like obviously no Jonathan Taylor or anything, but a solid number two option. Yeah, this guy he loves Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan even this year, beast. which even this year, Jonathan Taylor, man, he fucking disappointed. That whole <laughs> that whole Colts team was a disappointment. Though. It was, it was. See, that's what everybody said every time I said that too. Mm-hmm. The whole the whole team I know like they, they same with the Rams able to pick it up another just another one of the disappointing teams in there there was a lot of disappointing teams yeah. last year oh the, like yeah. everything that I thought I knew about the last half decade or so or, or more of football last just, year just yeah. was thrown into upheaval yeah, with this a lot of teams fucking rose the occasion twenty twenty two to twenty three season yeah, that was no, like, last year was what crazy the for football that was yeah. awesome though like seeing. I know it was wild, like it, it was like a lot, lot of people's seasons, but I was like, dude, the playoff picture is gonna look so crazy and different this year. That's dope. Yeah, it was like, definitely exciting. Other than Chiefs still being there, fucking. Best and then they still won. Yeah. The but still to be honest, it felt like the team. I said for for a while, I was like, the, it felt like the the winning team was gonna come out of the AFC to me. No, and the it felt AFC like it was gonna right be the Chiefs, stacked. the Bills, or the Bengals to me. It felt like it was even Bengals or three. Just the Bills have small. cemented themselves as the number three team out of those three. I don't, you know, every fucking year. Oh, yeah. the Bills are going to fucking whoop their ass. But no, I think, didn't. <laughs> I think they could have done a lot better in the playoffs if Von Miller would have been healthy. Because, like, you throw that extra pass rush in there. It's like the Rams. Like, having that extra pass rush just, like, changes the game completely. And what, yeah, they that had a field poor showing that was, day. Fucked up in the Super Bowl. What's up with that? Oh, you have guys sliding around. Yes. It was so bad. Yeah. Terrible. Like, you're the most important game of the fucking season. You're going to use this shit field. Like, a new yeah, grass that they never used before. Was changing and you're going to use that for the Super Bowl? Yeah. It's kind of funny. What, what stadium? It was it was Arizona yeah, Stadium, Arizona. but the way their stadium is, they have this like uh, they have it's like the same thing that a lot of soccer stadiums use now, to where they can like remove the field. It's on like layers and shit, oh, yeah, like yeah. sections. They can remove them, and then replace like the field. They can uh, the field will also like go under it too, 
to like prolong the life of the grass and they just change the type of grass that they use they've been working on this grass for like 10 years but it's just it they they didn't do something they didn't let it dry long enough or something like that so it just fucking was a slip and slide the entire game <laughs> yeah well move on to my topic I guess yeah oh yeah we should probably do that what do we uh, think about Joey Otani fair rating because he is the face of MLB he's at this point it's almost undeniable you know right. I don't I mean there's a lot of debate with people like would, would say Judge potentially and well that's because Judge had 62 home runs last season which was insane but that's not even that's not even the most home runs in the season Harper is great. He's like my favorite player in the league. Well, Trout was always Trout's that. amazing, but he's been injured the last few seasons. But Shohei Tani is like legitimately the he's face emerged. of the MLB right now. Yeah, and he's also he can helping, do everything. He can do everything, and he's helping grow the game in other areas of the world too. Yeah, like I mean, obviously baseball is huge in Japan, but he's like growing MLB over there, not just the game of baseball. He's like. But I don't think he's going to be an angel after this season. He'll find. I don't think he he shouldn't waste his career there like Trout did. No, dude. Yeah, they're. I'm so upset that Trout did that. Like I understand the loyalty and everything, and I love that. But at the same time, it's like, dude, they fucked you over time and time again. He could have went somewhere and won a ring, probably already. One hundred percent. Just there's money out there, but they have no like. They can never put the whole damn thing together. They had Pujols with still plenty of good years left. They had Trout whenever he was having some of his best fucking years. But they did try to get help with that team, but like every signing just went south. They got mm-hmm. Hamilton, terrible with them. Yeah, no, he was. They signed terrible. Justin Upton. He did terrible with them. They signed uh, is it Hunter? They had Hunter. a good team there. They have Hunter Renfro now, but they're uh, third baseman. Is it Hector baseball Rindone? Hunter Renfro? Is it Hector Rendon, their third baseman? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, from the, uh, from the Nationals, he's been injured oh, yeah. like almost every season since he went over there. They had some pretty good offseason acquisitions this year. They did trade for uh, Hunter Renfro. They traded for like a second baseman or something like that too. But I don't know. Show it. Show Otani's a boss, but he should definitely not stay with the Angels. No. Yeah, I think he should. He needs to. I don't know where he'd go. I hope he comes to Cardinals. It's not gonna happen, but it'd no. be fucking amazing if it did. He's probably gonna. He's gonna go to some team that's willing to fucking drop the bank on. Dodgers are a potential one as bad Just as. Just stay in LA. Yeah, throw the Yankees out there too. But hopefully, like, I'd like to see him. If I had to choose a team that wasn't the Cardinals that he went to, maybe, maybe Toronto. That'd be pretty cool. See him up there. With uh, Vladdy Guerrero, Biggio, we got uh, Bo Bichette. That'd be a pretty nasty team right there. George Springer. The Canadians could just fucking throw it in our face then. No, definitely. They got Alejandro Kirk and Catcher still. They have a good pitching staff. (laughs) Yeah, their field's a little different. I'm not a fan of that field. Of Toronto's? Yeah. It's all right. They're they're the ones with like the dirt around first and third, right? And second. I 
Like not yeah, the stadium. So. It's it's not like and not the stadium. I mean the, the bases, yeah, yeah. I mean the feet. But isn't it just all turf? It's all turf. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it could be in Toronto. But then they got that streak. That silly looking fucking streak from the pitcher's mound to home. Oh, run. the dirt. And I don't like that either. Even though, but then that's the thing. I don't even think it's real dirt because it's like. I don't even. <laughs> what are they using? That's fucking But it's fucking turf. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's like, I don't know, I like it or it's grass and it's like that, just parts of the feet. Like, I like the Fucking stadium because they have a bunch of Yeah, but you also got to think about Toronto's cold No, I know. Well. No, I know. And that's why. And that's why, too. But it's, it's so also, New York. it's also just like, damn. <laughs> um, but, uh, I don't know, man. The Blue Jays. Who has a realistic shot at getting him, do you know? Or do you not, uh. He might. I don't think there's even talks of him being traded right now at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys are just saying well, that he's. Of course, think, he ends up. I don't on think the anyone's going to be trading him. Like, going to be able to trade for him because like the asking price is going to be astronomical. Yeah. Like even higher than Juan Soto as well as last season, but he is a free agent after this season. But pretty much any team that has insane amount of money that they can spend, so well, they'll we'll end up well. on the Mets too somehow. How did the Mets get so much money all of a sudden? That's what, I think it's a new owner. They they, they got oh, a new yeah, owner yeah. like three or four years ago, and he just sunk so much money into that team. Shit. Well, maybe they will bring one home finally. <laughs> Dude's loaded up the fucking starting rotation. Yeah. Fucking they lost to Grom, but they added Scherzer. It does seem like every time somebody tries to do this, though, most of the time it doesn't work out. Well, I mean, you just got to gotta hope that your teams. players don't get injured and shit. They had Verlander, too, didn't they? I mean, he's older now, but... Did they? Or he's, he's still playing at, like, an elite level, though. Is he still with the Astros? I thought that they signed him, too, but I could be wrong. I'll look it up. Because they might have both those both old heads up there. They're just, but like, they're, trying they're to drop fucking, the bank to win it this year, it seems like, too. They're paying Max, like, 50 mil for this one season. That's crazy. Two colored eyes, man. Yeah, it looks wild. No, it's pretty neat. Or yeah, kind of. It's a a cool look for sure. Yeah, they have Verlander too. Yeah, he's married to an absolute beautiful woman. She's so hot. Kate Upton. Oh yeah. Joey Otani, what are you thinking? Um, I'm going to probably give him a fair, I think. Because, I mean, it's obviously unique in this day and age in baseball that he's like a pitcher and he's that good of a hit, like a hitter in general. And, you know, like Justin said, his reach uh, for the game or just for the MLB in general goes beyond just that, like, you know, across the world. But, I mean, baseball is a worldwide played game anyway. Obviously, right now they're doing the World Baseball Classic and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, uh, I mean, it's definitely awesome, like, that he's able to. It's kind of it's kind of cool that, like, he's sort of emerged, even though, I guess, like you said, Trout's been injured. See, I would know, like, more of what's going on, but I feel like I haven't watched some it's baseball in a while. But, like, when I was keeping up with fantasy, I was keeping up with, like, so many players all mm-hmm. the damn time. And I haven't played baseball fantasy because, like, you have to get on that shit every, every, every fucking day. Like, fucking you have to not just do that. You have to set your shit. 
Yeah. And everything. And, Baseball uh, fantasy is a grind. Football is like the perfect <laughs> extent because it's like it keeps you busy enough, but it doesn't. You don't have to do you that. You have like a solid day. like two. And you two got days, days to think about shit lineups. before you set everything. Yeah. But uh, Max Scherzer is has a three year, hundred thirty million dollar deal with the Mets. And then Justin Verlander had a two-year, eighty-six million dollar deal with the Mets. They're both making thirty-three point three three million dollars this season. Would you give Otani? Fair, because he is yeah. the face of baseball. I mean, it's it's undeniable. Everyone knows it right now. He's he's everywhere now yeah. too. No, he's he's huge. And then in the but uh, so in the World Baseball Classic right now, Lars Newbar, he's the center fielder for Japan, and apparently they've been like really close. The whole time, like him and Shohei, so I'm just like, yeah, recruit him to the Cardinals. It's not gonna happen. It would be fucking amazing. I'm shocked that we pulled the trigger to even get Goldschmidt and Arenado, Arenado. and like, then Wilson Contreras. We too. never fucking spent yeah. any money on yeah. anybody yeah. ever. I mean, like props to our like farm system and everything for bringing no, we've up had players really farm because we've been fortunate in that sense. But like. Every time we're like, oh, we need this guy, this guy. Like, they would never pull the trigger on anybody. But they need to pull the trigger on a motherfucking pitcher. Yeah. They do. They're always lacking, like, one side of the game. They're like, ah, we don't need any hitters. It's like, what do you mean? We got six home runs as a collective. And we're 52 (laughs) games through the season. No, that's absurd. That would be so bad. That would be insane. You would have like two, you'd be like two and 40. You would have lost, oh yeah, (laughs) two and 40. You'd have like two fucking fans in the stands. Especially now. It's going to be the athletics next year. Yeah, yeah. So that's sad too. It's like the Coliseum. And it's even sadder because Billy Bean fucking stayed there because he believed in the team after, and then it's 20 years later, and uh, they still haven't won. No, they're going to lose that team. I'm surprised he's still there. Um, But you think the city will? Yeah. Yours was Otani. Oakland's just giving up all their teams, huh? What's your second one? Tennis. Tennis? Tennis. Fucking underrated. I've been watching a lot I of tennis. I love playing lately. some tennis. Me and you played some tennis. Yeah. Me and Haley have played some tennis now. It's a lot of fun it's to play. Fun. It's, it's fun to even just hit the ball around yeah. over the net to each other. I've been enjoying it. watching it, too. Like, yeah, the shit that they're able to do it. is insane. But they they can serve that shit so fucking quick. Hit it back and forth. Oh, yeah. Insane. The spin they put on the ball is wild. It is pretty... I'd say it's underrated too, especially as like an athletic sport. Like, yeah, you're going up and hitting the ball around, so dude. Good. My heart is pumping. I'm like, like trying to catch your breath and shit after even doing a few rounds of tennis, you know? During the Australian Open a couple months ago, I was watching it, and it was like Andy Murray versus someone. I can't remember, but it was like a five hour match. Jesus. Like there to play a whole thing, it takes hours. Mm-hmm. It's like a long. time. It's about three hours for a match of tennis, like for men's, yeah. I guess, because they do one extra uh, set, set and then the women's do. But it's it's a lot of fun to, fun to watch, a lot of fun to play. Hard to do though if you can't run run a lot. See now, like you see those uh, pickleball, to you know, all that set up. So like. It's getting huge. Oh, it is. It is pretty damn. I've big. thought of. I've thought about trying that too. But and you know, not, nothing against that either. Yeah. But it's like that. Something like that's taking over. Tennis is always going to have its place, obviously. But it's just like 
you know, even pickleball is just easier for people to do because yeah. it's a smaller court. Yeah, and it's the ball moves a lot slower. Yeah, and you have and to like if you try. I think if you try to like smash a pickleball, like it won't just launch yeah. super far away or something like that. It's weird that they tennis is. It's fun, but yeah, you got to be a, a little more controlled than mm-hmm. you do with pickleball. Super hard. Yeah. You have the wrong angle of the fucking racket, you'll just launch one right over the fence. Oh, yeah. Or if you have it hits up at the top of the racket, you're like, ah, damn it. That my fucking. Just racket. goes like straight out. Yeah. <laughs> Tennis demands a lot of stamina, though. Uh-huh. Like, you have to keep your shit up all day. But, like, it is such. Like, it is so good for you to get out there and do that because you're, like, running side to side. You're, like, getting all your, you know, have to apply force with all really your hits cardio, and shit. but it's a lot of fun. Oh, it's insane. But it is it is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of fun. I, Me uh, and Ricky used to play a lot. He played in high school, but, like, I was always so bad. Plus, so, like, we tried playing after, like, 20, 30 minutes. He'd always get so, so angry because it's just, like, we'd hit the ball, like, three times and I'd fuck up. I probably would have tried to play. Hit the ball like three or four times. I'd fuck up. <laughs> if our like high school had had it, that would have been a fun thing for us. I to was have. going to senior year, but by the time the boys' tennis season came around, spring season, I was like working thirty-five hours a week at McDonald's, so I just stayed working because I was having fun. I could actually like do shit because I had money for once. <laughs> That's, it's a freeing feeling. Mm-hmm. First time, like, God damn. And then now we have bills and shit, so, like, what's money? <laughs> the route, the route to getting things done. You I'm know? making more money now, though, than I really ever used to, probably. Me, too, but I'm living by myself now, so I've got to spend more on That's it, too. too. So yeah, it's nice to be able to make more, but I gotta spend so much more just to fucking live. Well, coupled with that the food fact, was nice. Coupled with the fact that everything went up in price too, so it doesn't make it any easier. Exactly. It's fucking. It's essentially right where it was because yeah, even yeah, all these pay increases happen. Every all right. The prices uh, all uh, yeah, I'm making a lot more money, but fucking everything's more expensive. Ultra deceiving. Like that that dollar cheeseburger that I used to get from McDonald's. Well, two fifty now. Have fun. Oh yeah. And my job doesn't adjust for inflation either. No. So like if you want, it, like it's it's all like performance based. If you want to make money, you pick more cases. So they're literally just like, oh, you want to be more cool? Pick more. Have fun. Go bust ass. What? Uh, who's next? Is it mine? Uh, sure. We say what underrated. Answer. I don't know. Do you answer? We. I said underrated. His was tennis. Oh, tennis. Yeah, I said underrated too. Yeah. I would say probably on an athletic <laughs> aspect too, of like. I mean, you look at every tennis single, players probably don't get the credit. You look at every single tennis player; they're all fit as fuck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're. Like I mean, Serena, like she was thick and everything, but like fit as fuck. Yeah, she was thick in a very fucking muscular way. Athletic ass. Yeah, like. Her legs were insane. Like, Massive. tennis players' legs are just wild. Yeah, they're like, for sure, all-around athletes. You mm-hmm. just gotta be like, have insane cardio mm-hmm. and endurance. You're up, I believe, right? Yep. 
Um, all right. I don't know if we've ever done this or not. It's a pretty simple one. Um, just a classic sandwich with like lunch meat. Overrated, underrated, or fair? It depends on what kind of lunch meat you're talking about. That's, that's very that's so broad hard. right no, there. But that's the thing. Sick. But no, <laughs> no, that's the thing. How about we, we just, like, you can say whatever lunch meat you want to use. Fucking, it can what? be turkey, chicken, bologna. Just I mean, making one at home, but it's simple as fuck. It's nothing special. Also, I do what, but what kind of lunch meat are you using? Are you using deli meat or are you using the shitty uh, ass? Like, let's say deli 42 meat. 42 cent, like, let's, no, let's say, let's say deli meat. How about that? Underrated, because if you use deli meat on your sandwiches, so good. Because there's like obviously that a hundred different ways to make a different. sandwich. Yeah. I just mean, yeah. for lunch, you know, you get this, you throw a fucking thing together. No, you did some I, from cheese, the deli. some deli, like Perfect, some meat, yeah. some... Lettuce or something like that. Throw some chips on there too if it's like summertime. Dude, the yeah. chips. Oh, the yeah. chips on the sandwich is the Slap. way to Slap. So good. I throw that kind of chips. Barbecue's really good. Cheddar chips are always yeah. a really good idea. The cheddar and sour cream Jeez, ones are pretty fire. Just that crunch added in with all the other stuff mm-hmm. was tremendous. If you get some crunchy lettuce in there, that's good too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Underrated, huh? I'll say underrated if with deli meats, but if you're talking like that, that like the budding or whatever, like yeah, some of the super cheap, cheap yeah. like honey ham. Those that you are get. still good though, honestly. Those will taste. There's really some like that them. are better than others. Like that's like all stuff. we got as kids. We had that like every day for lunch, so I'm just I'm over that shit. I do not want that ever again. <laughs> I think that like we go to the deli for like salami and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's so fucking good. I like I like doing that, but I don't I don't get it often because a lot of times I'll get it and then I just won't eat all the meat before it goes bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's usually just like, how it goes. Like, yeah, living by yourself, it's like kind of tough to buy groceries. So much shit goes bad unless you can just get like a whole bunch of all the stuff that's good. Well, shit, yeah, and then it's just not good for you at that point. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. And you want like good shit for you and stuff. Buy, it's dude. like yeah, go grocery shopping every two fucking days. Yeah. Because all the good stuff that's, like, decent for you, like, goes bad pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Unless you just get, like, chicken, rice. Yeah. Uh, like, turkey bacon is a good one. Because you can freeze that. Just That even depends on, like, the chicken Yeah. that you get. Or, you know. Because, like, during COVID, I would try to get rice. the frozen chicken. And it was basically impossible to get frozen chicken for a long-ass time. Oh, yeah. Everything, yo, yeah, all the frozen meat is mm-hmm. just empty. What do you usually make at home? Like, you make yourself dinner and stuff? No, I mean, it just depends. Now, I just make easy shit because I don't yeah. ever want to fucking cook. Now, it's just been, like, shit that I can throw in the oven or the air fryer. But before, uh, when I was, like, working out and stuff, I would cook. Like, my br- I, pretty much the same stuff every day. My breakfast would be turkey bacon, like... Two eggs, two or three eggs, like two uh, two egg whites, and then one with the yolk in it still, and then like a plain bagel, and then sometimes I have cream cheese, sometimes I wouldn't, and then my dinner would be like either ham and chicken with rice and broccoli or something like that, or just like ham with broccoli. Basically, go all, basically all I see for a while. So I have that like every day, like. Three, four months. It's not bad though. Like even even a plain bagel with regular cream cheese. Yeah, still no, it's honestly really not good. bad. It's not yeah. like Toasted. super flavorful yeah. or anything, but like 
throw some seasonings on it. Like seasoning doesn't have a lot of calories and stuff like that. If you're like trying to calorie count and stuff like that, so you can just like add like onion powder or something, garlic powder or anything like that. If you just want to add, make it taste a little bit different. Yeah. What do you think? What are we talking about? <laughs> the sandwich. The sandwich. Sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that it does kind of depend on the sandwich because there's 100%. a million ways to make the sandwich. And a million different condiments you can put on it, a million different meats, a million different cheeses, toppings. That's always. Yeah, I fucking. I enjoy, I enjoy a homemade just loaf of bread. Throw some mayo, some, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the conversation. The conversation. This some guy ham, some turkey, mayo. whatever, some chicken. Yeah. Whatever you got. Roast beef of those really three. Good. Roast beef's pretty oh, good yeah. one, too. Pepper jack cheese, Colby jack cheese, cheddar cheese, lettuce, tomato, all that shit. I don't like the right circumstances. Ooh, a fresh tomato on top of all that shit. Well, yeah, it's got to be the summer, homemade. In the summer, yeah, like it. My dad sometimes making like makes a homemade tomato, club sandwich. Like has, yeah, that, that's yeah. Just well, because the oh, di- yeah, the distinctive so difference is not like. Maybe it's not like we're talking about like a restaurant specific crazy. kind of shit. It's the shit that you would make yourself. But like, there is a million fucking different ways to do. Timothy's it. like, whoa, you're getting too crazy with your sandwiches now. Don't get too wild. <laughs> no, but honestly, you got to throw like. Lettuce on there, you gotta throw cheese on there, you gotta throw the basic shit. Sometimes mustard, you know. What's your favorite, like, sandwich shop to buy from? Dude, I love them all. There's the thing, I'm like, now that there's a bunch around me, I get freaking Jimmy John's, Jersey Mike's, Penn Station, and Subway all the time because they're all right by me, all four. Jersey Mike's is my favorite. Oh, it's so good. So fucking good places though. Like their uh their chicken Philly Philly steak or whatever, phenomenal. It's like literally the only thing I've gotten there, and it's just phenomenal every time. Yeah, I've been like trying trying to try different menu items from each of those places just because I'm like I uh, think about it, but what if I don't like it? Yeah, exactly. I know what I like. Station. I know I like the Italian at Penn Station because it's East Coast subs. I'm like the Italian here is fucking fantastic. Jimmy John's, I usually go with, like, the Lulu, which is, like, the turkey bacon and mayo, lettuce, tomato. I feel like at Jimmy John's, a lot of time, I just want, like, with the ham and provolone or something like that. There's a lot of good shit. And then at uh, Subway, always the uh, sweet onion chicken teriyaki, like, every time. Yeah, had a few good ones at Subway, too. But, yeah, it seems like you always go back to the same shit. At all the all the places. I always get the same shit at Mexican places. Basically, same stuff at Chinese places. I'm yeah. basic. <laughs> Would you say your favorites? Favorite sandwich shop, please. Yeah, man. It's well, every time I've had much. Jersey Mike's, it's fucking killed it. Like it they're is, they're really it's, good. It's damn, but I guess it depends. <clears throat> I guess it depends what I want. It's like I don't feel like I eat Subway as often as I used to. But I mean, there for a while, like we would get, uh, you know, fucking. I guess Jimmy John's quite a bit. Like, a lot of times when I'd get from there, I'd get, like, the spicy Italian. It wouldn't always be spicy. I guess it was the regular or that, but it depended on which one they had. But those are always good, because they always make them with, you know, fucking pepperoni, salami, like, the whole deal. 
Firehouse is pretty good too. Uh, and those are yeah, good too. All, yeah, Mr. Do you remember good. Mr. Good Sense? That used to be pretty good too. We have Good Sense up in Springfield. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have McAllisters around here? Yeah. McAllisters, like, like their uh, McAllister Club, it's phenomenal sandwich. Like it's so good. What was the? Is was that Penn? No, maybe it wasn't Penn Station. Who had the California Club or the California Chicken? Or something like that, like the mall where they used to get the samples. That was, was Charlie's cheesesteaks. Those were really good too. Yeah. <laughs> There's quite a few good sandwich shops. Mm-hmm. The Chicken California, Charlie's cheesesteaks. That's what it was. The Chicken California. <laughs> but see, the sample was always better than like because you know the you sandwich would, was damn good. The though. sandwich was, but like whenever you just so had the piece of it, up. and you're like, oh my, because it was like the best parts of the God, sandwich. Oh yeah. Yeah, they cut you like the center. Mm. And there's just yeah, something yeah. about it being the delicacy of just a small little piece, and that's what you get. And you're like, oh man. Plus, if you get what stuff on like a way. toothpick, it just makes it better eating. For sure. <laughs> like a small little sandwich. So like, yeah. Ooh. Um, but yeah, those those are always good. Because you have those. I don't know. The I don't know what I would, wonder what more would be like. I don't you know, know what I would put my favorite as though. Food court samples at the mall are fantastic. The firehouse subs are really good, too. Um, And you can walk through. You can take the U around the whole court. Yeah. And literally every one of them will give it to you if you linger around them. You just got to act, too. Like, it's so funny because you just, like, sit there and you, like, eat off the damn toothpick. And you're, like, looking at your friend or whoever. And you're, like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. (laughs) Like, you're, like, considering buying every one of them. Yeah. (laughs) And you don't I always like going to the Chinese ones, getting those ones because oh, they're always so good. good. That's usually where I get the food, like food from, if I get it. Oh, one hundred percent, because they'll like they'll give you that foam Ooh, tray or whatever, and they will load that yeah. shit up with rice and meat. So good. I love that. I kind of want that, like fucking right now, you know. If only there was a mall open. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna close down. I know, where will I get my Asian You can't even go to a fucking Walmart anymore this late. No, I know, yeah. Yeah. It closed at like 11 in Springfield. Here too, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just the thing they're doing now. Maybe just Missouri. No, it makes sense because it gives them time to stock everything. Less time of having thieves in there for one. Like There's so many people fucking stealing shit in the middle of the night. So it, it makes sense. Yeah. From a business standpoint. Making a sandwich, man. Underrated. I feel like it's a American art that got forgotten. You know. Yeah. Well, there's not giving enough thing. credit anymore. Now there's so many different types of shit you can make, <laughs> and a lot of people have abandoned, you know, meat or deli, you know, stuff like that in general because they're like, "Well, I'm gonna try all this other shit." Yeah, a lot of people are like, "Why make a sandwich? We'll just make this whole charcuterie board or whatever the fuck it is." Yeah, like, but yeah, people don't appreciate the, just the old classic fucking meat, cheese, and fucking glass of milk. <laughs> yeah. Glass meat, of milk. cheese, bread, mayo, eat that shit up. Yeah, but milk with your cheeseburger. Don't think too much about it. Yeah, I don't know about downing that with a glass of milk. Though. Glass of milk? I, I that's, 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 that's how you get the bread down. That's how you get the bread down. Yeah, you get the bread down. I miss high school. <laughs> I fucking love milk, dude. <laughs> Fuck I, you! I'll stood up for milk with it multiple times on this podcast. <laughs> Man, no, I like milk. Dom was like, <laughs> I thought that was milk a great was the best segment. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. He's like, oh, it's probably a segment of the podcast. I think water is highly underrated. 
Everyone wants to smoke. See, like, whenever I'm really thirsty, like... Drink some fucking water. Water sounds good. good. I should drink more water, but, like, water... It's so hydrating. I carry it this tastes, thing around. It tastes, it's so good whenever you're like, God damn, I need something cold. Like, it just... So hydrating. Yeah. I just wish I could... Like, if you ever drink need to drink, go drink a fucking cold soda. How, how much is that going to help your hydration? What's oh, no, that like doesn't soda. at all. It doesn't it at all. It tastes damn good. It tastes good, yeah. but it doesn't help at all. And then go drink some water, and you're feeling fucking crisp after. Yeah. No, definitely for hydration purposes, water, Gatorade, that's the way to go. Like, whenever I'm, like, out working summers Honestly, and shit, sweating like, my dick off, it's always water, Gatorade. I don't even want Gatorade a lot of the time. I just want water. Like, Gatorade's good. Gatorade's good if you're, like, playing sports and shit like that, but if you're smoking... You're just burning water. a lot of fucking <laughs> calories and shit, but yeah. Yeah, if you're just smoking, probably water would be You need be that fine. water. If you're doing just, like, heavy physical activity... I like Gatorade water, water, for the too. electrolytes, because otherwise you'll fucking cramp up bad. Body armor's really good, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. It's not nearly <laughs> as sweet or bad <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of good kinds, though. Mm-hmm. The, is that like peach, peach mango? Orange mango body armor? So good. The blue, the, like... Light blue bottle always looked interesting, but I don't know if I ever tried it. I don't know if you remember what it I was bought a few of them, like the blue raspberry one I bought, but like that was I, because like there's been other ones that sounded like they'd make for a better drink than, like like once I've tried their types of drinks, you know what I mean? Like the fruit punch, some of the basic flavors are obviously like some of the first ones because I tried them like a few years ago. Like I always tried them because I first started seeing them a lot more when I worked at Family Dollar in California. And, uh, so I'd buy, like, the few basic kinds, but then, like, I started seeing other kinds, like, strawberry, grape, or whatever, this and that, and I was like, man, all these other kind of flavors that they're putting together sound really good. Yeah, they got some really good ones. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so, I don't know, I don't really drink them, but I, like, the Gatorade Zeros will still give you all the electrolytes and all the other shit you need, and it's still some flavoring, but you can tell it's... I haven't drank, like, a whole lot of regular Gatorade in a long time. No, I don't really Just because it's anymore. too... They load it down with sugar. They do. 69 but grams the one that I will buy is the blue cherry one, because there's that doesn't really exist nowadays, especially unless you go to the gas station and get one. And I'm like, I felt like that was a good flavor, like, to, to make and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, it, like, but now, if you go back to the sugar... As far as that goes, it just, it's too, it is too much. You're like, damn. And there's no way I'm drinking that and soda and having sugar in every one of the fucking drinks like, uh-huh. that I drink. Because, like, I need to drink more water, but I'm like, if I'm going to drink that, then I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to drink all the sugar and shit. I need yeah, to start drinking like a soda, soda a day. Yeah. I need to drink less again. I used to drink like a soda every like three or four weeks. Now I'm back to drinking a soda every like couple days. Yeah, I used I was carried away for a while. I'm like, dude, I at least gotta cut this down to like one. Some days I still won't even drink a soda, but I'm a fucking child and I drink like punch and Kool Aid and shit. So I'll drink like a lot of that still. <laughs> punch. I drink a lot of water. Just and I do drink a lot of water, a lot more than I used to for just sure. Just keep filtered water at the house and just down. Yeah, that shit. that's what I do too. I have like a pitcher and just refill it. And then when I'm work, I'm at work for like ten hours a day, <laughs> so it's like I just drink water there most of the time, anyways. If I even drink anything a lot of the time. I can't survive without a drink. But then again, I will go steal a Red Bull from Repack Room every once in a while. We'll do one more here. What, uh, what was my... 
or making a sandwich. Yeah, what well, did you say? Underrated, underrated? Yeah. Yep. So what is yours? We can, do you want to just that wrap it and then? Yeah, we can. Yours, yeah. You want to go another, well, it's getting there. Yeah. Um. But we'll put it back on you after this just to encapsulate any thoughts that you had and shit. Uh, unless you want to, I don't know if you, did you have any other topics that you wanted to bring up or not? Not As really. far as the good, the bad, and the shits? I'm just chilling. I've had a good time talking. Um, it's been a lot of fun. You still got one more, don't you? Yeah, he's yeah we can do one more. Okay. Well, let's do it yeah. Let's take on, like, modern movie trailers. Just, like, you feel like it's too much? Do you feel like they spoil too much, give you too much? A lot of the Ooh. time, I feel like they do kind of put important parts in there. Yeah. And then, or they'll put, like, really th- funny parts in the trailer yeah. that just, like, they took out of the movie. And it's like, man, I was really looking forward to seeing, like, the build-up to that. Or, yeah, where they'll... Like, give away some of the funniest moments sometimes. Mm-hmm. They're either, like, way too misleading or yeah. way too informal. Like, just giving away way too much information. It's like, like a lot I of feel time like, there's no good balance. Well, sometimes it's misleading yeah. because it's trying to throw you. Yeah, I, I don't have that. a big problem with because then it's something completely different than what you thought. Like, it's your own... You're, of course, going to get a, an idea in your head if you see a trailer of what the story might be. But, like... It is still your own fault because why would you think that they're going to give you what the, you know, they yeah. should kind of want to throw you. Um, like, I remember whenever that Joker movie, like, they first showed the previews and it showed him running and, like, all this other shit, like, Joaquin Phoenix one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is this movie even going to be about? Like, all these scenes were way out of context and you had no idea, like, what it was going to be about. Um, so I think sometimes they're cool, but, like, for instance, one of the worst ones like, about it was what Halloween Kills, where they just showed a lot of the cool, badass Michael moments and shit. Yeah. And it just was like, this is like so much of what we were wanting to not know about. Like, just showing you know, so many kills and shit. Uh, really? It just, it, it was, they had like a whole firefighter scene, like when he broke out of the burning house. And, like, where he was just, you know, savagely, like, just ripping him apart and shit. And yeah, they basically showed him, like, escaping the house that he was burning alive inside of at the end of the last movie in the trailer for the next one. It was like, well, now we know he got out. Well, you you knew it was going to happen, but it was like, it was still like, why would you show us that scene? Not something you see in a trailer. Yeah. 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 No, you could, like, show a few other moments or whatever, but sometimes it's very, uh... I I do think some of them show too much stuff. We're curious because we want to know what the movie's going to look like, but, like, but I don't show us like the exciting moments. parts of the movies that aren't super important. Like you're gonna have yeah. other parts of the movies that are like really cool that like aren't you gonna can, give away the fucking plot line. You can make a great trailer out of a sloppy movie too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you really which want is to. also very misleading. It was exactly <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You can cut together a good in Entourage. What do they do? Can you? They're like can can you sell a shitty movie? Like once Billy Walsh and they're like, oh, this is this movie shit. And they're like, well, I can sell a good trailer. And so they cut it to make it look really interesting and good. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, let's see if we can sell this movie just based on making the trailer look really good. In the Entourage movie, like the trailer that they did, that, that small like snippet that you see for Vincent movie, mm-hmm. that like actually looks like a pretty good fucking movie. Yeah. The Which one was Hide? Yeah. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Yeah. Queens Boulevard. I bet that would have been a good movie too. That was Billy Walsh directed too. 
Wait, was Queens, Queens Boulevard? Yeah. That was like the first movie. It was like the... He had something coming out when it started in the first season that he was promoting. That's right. But the With first the movie Jessica that Alba. came to fruition during the story was Queen's Queen Boulevard. Boulevard. Okay. Uh, it was... I don't remember what it the was. The one about. that they were promoting at the beginning was with yeah. Jessica Alba. Right? That was very... Yeah. In that, I don't even remember what it was called. Because he was in that A Walk to Remember a few years before the show started, which was a real movie. Mm-hmm. And then... They released that other movie, and then Queens Boulevard, and then Aquaman followed Queens Boulevard, and then was it Medellin after? Medellin, yeah, and Medellin oh, fucking yeah. flopped after Aquaman. Greatest was, movie of all time. It took him so long to get to that too before he got that role, and then they like just made it the biggest disappointment. And then he like left to go to an island for like six months where yep. nobody knew where the fuck he was, and then he came back just for a bullshit offer. Yeah, and then they're like, yeah, this is. Uh, he doesn't really want you for the movie. It's like he came back for no fucking reason. Just, just to get the other dude to sign. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah, if you're him in Turtle, you were like living the fucking life there. You're like, why do we come back? Let's <laughs> go back to the fucking beach. Yeah. They were there with like a bunch of girls and just like. But then again, the after that, that's when that's shit. when uh, Turtle met like, Meadow Sopranos. So. Yeah. True. Yeah, because they had they're like one first class ticket and all the rest economy, and they're like, well, which one of us gets it? And they did a little thing. They're like, ah, turtle. Um, Great show. It really is. What was yours? Uh, just modern, like, movie trailers. Yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. feel like, yeah, Overrated. back if you look at, like, the 80s and the 90s and the 70s and shit like that, like, the trailers were, like, a minute long. Mm-hmm. And they were just, like, a short little thing. And they'd show you, like, maybe a couple shocking moments of, like, a snippet of a scene or something. And then it would just be, like, descriptions of shit and you're like oh damn it just make you curious yeah and shit. Now, like, it just you in. but now yeah, it almost like shows you a whole scene mm-hmm. at times or like yeah. big chunks of a scene or like a full on joke or something in a movie it's like well you kind of gave that one away like I like but, watching the trailers because I, I want to sort of see what the movie looks like before I know um but I probably would say overrated for the fact that sometimes it's it's really um, devastating whenever they give away some of the big moments and the big... Like, if it's that important or that crucial to the plot of the movie, like, I don't want to see any part of that scene. Yeah, me either. I don't want to see any... I don't even want to know what's in there until... You know what I mean? I mean, you can show some things that are cryptic or kind of like, what the fuck is that? Like, makes you wonder. But don't give away more than you're trying to... You know, you're putting out the trailer, but make it, like, mysterious. Make me, like, really want to watch it more. Don't... Show me half the important shit within it. You know what I mean? Granted, I guess anybody that's listening could just be like, well, fucking take your own advice. Like, don't watch the fucking trailers. I guess that's true. (laughs) I don't have to watch the trailers. But, you know, I'm curious. And I want to see how the movie looks. I want to make sure it doesn't look like garbage. But like we just said, sometimes they can mislead you and make Mm -hmm. it look like it's going to be this phenomenal thing. I, I just think... If it's going to be, if it's that, like we just said, if it's that crucial of a scene or, or a changing, a twist, a, a plot of the story or whatever. Um, Leave it out of the trailer. Like, don't put, I don't want to see any piece of that scene in the trailer. No. Like, don't put it in there. Just leave it out. Um, but, yeah. I mean, but I would say that because often they, they get carried away. But I like watching them. And they're I do too. I like watching them. They so. they do like get you pumped 
for the movie sometimes. Yeah. Like Oppenheimer, that's like got me excited for that movie. Yeah. Uh, there's the is it Air coming out? The one about Michael yeah. Jordan's contract with Nike. That one looks really really good. There's a few that like trailers that I saw during the Super Bowl. They got me excited for movies, but. Yeah, they definitely sometimes are way too more, way too informative. Yeah. They get too carried away to try to sell the movie. Mm-hmm. The only thing they're worried about is making their money back, not making a good movie. Yeah. As long as people go yeah. to see it, mm-hmm. they don't have to be impressed by it. Which kind of sucks as a fan of movies. You know, you're like, damn. Well, that's the thing. Like, there's well, some damn good. Ones the Rock so, funneled but... like they they funneled so much money into Black Adam, and like they're like, listen, this might not recoup its budget, but apparently The Rock like wanted them to keep putting more money into it. And it's mm-hmm. like, the other problem is, I mean, he hyped it up for a long time, but the other problem is, they didn't like. I don't even know how much of a fan base like Black Adam had before that. Like, if, if it's like a lot of people don't know. Not a lot, I feel like. I didn't really know who he was until I saw the first trailer, and then I, like, looked into it a little bit. And, you know, you gotta be able to recoup that money, and you gotta figure out that you're gonna be able to do that. Like, you gotta calculate it. I still haven't even seen the Shazam movie, like, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's not... Nothing to brag about. I don't think I've seen the second Wonder Woman movie yet, either. It's pretty good. The first one was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, it's about that time. Huh? It is. It's getting pretty. It's getting up there. Um, well, thank you for doing the show again, the yeah. podcast. Your Thanks second for me back on. solo appearance. Um, obviously, there's you know been a lot going on in all of our lives, and we fucking keep trying to plug away as the days go on. Oh yeah. And uh, that's what we got to do. You know, every day above ground is another shot. We might as well fucking do something with it. Do you have anything else you want to relay to the audience or tell about or any specific experiences that you left out that you might want to mention before we get off air? Or? Nah, man. Just everybody needs to find something that they like in life. Just go towards that. If you like enjoying going to concerts, crap like that, go to concerts. If you like enjoying working, work. Just find what you like to do. Enjoy that. Because we're all here for a short amount of time so we just want to have fun and be happy while we're doing it yeah can't argue with that well thanks for having me guys no problem man thanks for coming on um you officially close out our 70s episodes here with this episode tonight and we've had a strong as fuck run through them so you guys only had like 50 episodes in between my first one tonight. yeah yeah well yeah. it was what do we calculate <laughs> it was 61 episodes between you were on number 18 is our fifth guest of all time that's insane fifth so, guest and, wrapping uh, up the 70s shows yeah Next episode's episode 80. It's more than likely going to be a WrestleMania special. Yep. They're going to enjoy that one. Oh, yeah. So, bringing back some old school guests, some new school guests. Got a good mania on the books this year, too, I Just think. have to wait. What, what do we, I mean, what do we think about the mania card? Is it looking good? I think what it's looking think? pretty good. It does, yeah. If they do it right, I do wish they had built that thing. They, they, they do have some pretty good storylines going into it, though. So, it's like, yeah, it's strong going in. 
Think, Should be. Think it might be time for the the head of the table to to be unseated. You think? I think it would be a good time. And plus, obviously, yeah. Cody's huge. Like yeah. he came back to WWE to be a champion. Hundred percent. So they're gonna give it to him. I think they might have even potentially given it to him before, if he wouldn't have torn his pec or whatever it was. Well, I think that was in the plans down the road either mm-hmm. way. But I think, yeah. I mean, obviously that was unexpected. Yeah. But no, it's. I think it's a, like it's. Goodest time now is any to get Roman, take it away from Roman. He's had it for so long. He's the longest tenure champion now, isn't he? Or uh, maybe there's some people other than like Bruno San Martino Bob, or Bob Backlund. I think yeah, Hulk Hogan's long reign yeah. still longer, but I mean, in the modern era, he's held it yeah. the longest in like the last twenty years. Yeah, I guess we'll see uh, WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday. See what the hell happens. Yes, sir. Well, once again, <clears throat> thank you very much for coming on for your second appearance. Um, as far as the audience goes, we hope everybody's been enjoying all these episodes. Uh, I mean, we've fucking put out I don't know how many in a row with guests now. And uh, it'll be time to revisit some solo episodes and um, see what we got coming next. So... Episode 80 follows, and we hope everybody's sticking with us, is taking care out there, and uh, keep plugging away. All right, till next time.